and welcome back to WTF and Vonadeal. I'm Spicy Ryan, and you can keep the change, you filthy animal, with the Fox Danger. And today we're going to be talking about what's going on, Fox. What the fuck is going on? What is going? I don't know what the fuck's going on, dude. And lack of a better title, um, we just did Dark Knight, of course, but we're probably going to be knocking on the door of the Funk Danger in order to revisit Bard, because some things have changed, and one thing that has not changed from the beginning of that episode, what was that, five? Six? Yeah, it was something a while like ago. That. Something like one that. Of the, one of the first ones. Wiki was the fourth one, I believe, so we did that one first. That was one of the original Lost episodes. I think five was Bard because that was also Lost. Uh, this would be the yeah, but it was lost in a different way because we recorded it, and then we immediately recorded it again. This would be the third time doing Bard. Technically, I don't know if we've touched a job so many times as we have Bard without touching it. That's true. So I'm a real Bard this time. Yes. Uh, otherwise, there's several things to discuss today. We do have the update coming soon. We also this is episode 68, so you know what comes after 68. No, 69. Not nice. Nice is not a number, Fox. It's a number. No, it's not. No. Come on, live a little. <laughs> uh, so, how are you doing, Fox? Let's just get that out of the way. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm doing okay. I'm kind of in like a weird space because like in non-game life, I'm uh, needing to do like advising and stuff for getting ready for university. Um, so that's a thing. I don't really know what to expect from that. Or how it could potentially go wrong, but I'm bracing myself for it because things just tend to go wrong. I don't know why. I try to think of things as like a glass is half full sort of situation, but I just like to be prepared for like random shit I couldn't expect. Is Felgar your so, professor? No, no. Well, you're fine then. No, okay. But uh, yeah, so I've got that going on. Um, other than that, I've been working on um, a few more Luas. I, I think you're committing the Monk Lua now. Um, for those who. I have committed it, yes. Oh, good. And awesome. the Scholar and the Black Mage since last episode. Oh, good. And I updated my rune as well. So those four have been changed. Sweet. Yeah, it's a pretty healthy repository there. Better and than a repository. Um, yeah. Please insert this rectally. Please insert Lua into Purple backdoor. Ones. Yeah. But uh, there was a lot of people. Um, Carrot also had mentioned it at one point that said that like the impetus counter on some of the monk lewis just didn't work anymore. So I specifically went back and looked at that so you could like optimize what set you're wearing based on the number of hits without misses. And the code itself works. So I don't know who's been breaking them and then like sending lewis around with like broken impetus counters. But like I use that code from the kinematics lua credit, of course, because I didn't write that code. Um, and then change it so it can be used without moats. So, like, if you get a hold of my Lua or you're interested in a Monk Lua that doesn't run on, like, the, the moats background um, uh, includes, uh, that might be up your alley for Monk. It's pretty basic, considering, like, the rest of my Luas are pretty intense. Like, there's a lot of TP sets, but there's not a lot, a lot of other jazz, like, past TP sets. Um, and that's uh, because I'm real specific. I don't know. Your Black Mage one, I looked at it, I'm like, wow, this is rather complicated for what I was expecting. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know if you looked at the Beastmaster one yet, but that one I actually I considered like an advanced Lua. Yeah, so I they, they get they get pretty windy sometimes. Um, mostly it's just depth of sets, though, because I'm like real anal about what sets are on. But uh, yeah, but the uh, the Monk one is pretty pretty nice because like you can take that impetus code and you can like put it into other Luas, um, even Moats Luas, as long as you have all the variables and stuff, and it will work. So you could use it to patch your stuff if you know what you're doing. Well, Moats is a mess enough already, so why not add more to it? Well, it's only a mess if people don't know what they're doing when they mess with it. So you have to figure out like what's going to be 
overridden where and like how the spell maps are going to interact. And I know the mine's spell maps mess, are the biggest one. Mine is also a mess because I have no idea what I'm doing, obviously. And, and Moat at least had ideas of what he's doing, slash Cylindral <laughs> having ideas of how to continue what Moat was doing. But uh, just the fact that it's it just things don't interact in a way when you want to change them that makes it a mess to me because it's it's you can't alter it without you know ruining things. Yeah, I see a lot of people like breaking Lua's and it's because they don't really understand how it works. So like when you take someone who knows how to program like they do, like I, I'm still learning how to program. I just do it good enough. Um, but when you take someone who knows how to program like they do, sometimes assumptions get made on like how stuff works. And then people who don't have quite that much experience come in and they try to change something other than just the gear sets that are actively there. And that's when it starts causing problems. So, I mean, if it works for you, definitely continue to have that happen. The main thing I'm glad I addressed was the the weird issue that I've heard from multiple sources about the impetus counter not working. So that that was strange, but it's pretty straightforward. I looked it all over. Um, I tested it to make sure that it actually does update the counter properly. And it does. So that'll work now. Um, in game, I've done some uh, Odyssey stuff. Uh, we're past Kalunga and Engai at this point. That this episode will be released. Actually, by the time the episode gets released, we might be fighting, or no, it'll be close to us fighting Zebioso. Um, so looking forward to that fight. Uh, End guy was actually quite a bit easier than Kalunga, um, even though the fight itself was really frantic towards the end. Uh, we had some pretty ridiculous, pretty ridiculous clothes. So End guy's gimmick is that if you, uh, when you weapon skill to proc red, you have to immediately weapon skill after with like a certain number of weapon skills. It's two, then three, then four, et cetera, et cetera, to proc blue. And we ended up procking this dude like three times. And by the end of the fight, the, the verve came back yet again because we have shit luck with fetters. <laughs> and it, it was like almost a photo finish because while those fetters are up, the ad is also still running around. So end guys doing AOE, the ads doing AOE, end guys TP attacks are doing AOE. And the fetters are just eating everyone in that front line. So we actually just like healed through it and it was pretty robust. Like I went to fight on White Mage and it was uh, it was a real handful there at the end when we were trying to push through uh, that last 10% of damage. Um, but we ended up getting that done with uh, less attempts than Kalunga. I think. Um, but other than that, haven't really done a whole lot else. I really want to do some Dyna, but I haven't had the Dyna cards aligned properly. So here I am, man. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. I don't. I think I've had this before because I am a fan of Jack's Abbey. But I'm having the shipping out of Boston uh, beer today, which is a nice amber lager. Okay. And it says on the side here, uh, shipping out of Boston AAO celebrates. It doesn't say AAO. Uh, celebrates the rich and storied manufacturing history of New England. We built this beer with local ingredients inspired by the factories that were once world suppliers. One. It is a balty, sweet, and lightly hoppy amber lager that pays homage to the past while manufacturing a bold future. I think that's the most normal beer you drink in a while, man. It is. It's very normal. It's very good, very normal. Um, I was considering having the cookie beer. <laughs> okay. Don't worry. It's worse than a cookie beer. I don't want to. I don't want to give it away all, all of it already. But it, I was thinking of having that. But I'm like, why? Why don't want to torture myself? We'll, we'll do something else. And uh, I do think that I would not want a beer that is inspired by factories because I don't know what's going on in those factories and the runoff that could occur that could be the beer itself would not be the homage that I am looking for. Oh, live a little, I guess. <laughs> live a little less. So it's the theme for me so far this episode. 
<sighs> Otherwise, I've made more progress with the Thief Guide, and I put all the sets in there. Uh, part of the problem I'm still having is there with a couple of the borders not lining up right, which you don't notice until I put borders on something. But I do the in the in a couple of the sets they have a border around them, so I'm struggling with that to polish that off. I co-opted Chia last night for a second, but uh, whenever you get Chia, it's kind of like oh, yeah, I'll look at it for a second. I gotta go to the grocery store before they close. Like oh, oh okay, Chia, see. You. So I haven't made <laughs> yeah I haven't made much progress in that, but I've gotten all the skill chains and everything else they're added. I've made uh, another template today for any guide that I'm trying to... It, the challenge is a design challenge where I'm trying to make a template that anyone can use for any guide where they want to list weapons, puts the icon in for you, puts the description pop-up in for you just by putting the name of the item in without having to do all the work, but also standardizes it so that it, it resizes for mobile and it's not people just copying bad tables and not knowing how to edit style code and stuff like that, which is not complicated, but if you don't know any of it, it's complicated. It's very easy. Until it's not. Uh, yeah. But the challenge is to make it work while also making it look okay. So I don't just like want to put a white background of words and no borders, no nothing, and have no option. So it's trying to like not add all these bullshit fields, but also make it somewhat appealing visually. So it's it's a long process of me trying to copy a guide over that's already done, as I've talked about for a month now. But every every week I've been making progress and just I'm trying to design things that look okay that people can just copy paste use. So that's that's coming along. Yeah, that's kind of rough because what I know about like creating like templates for people and things like that, because I've done it like professionally for like Excel sheets and things like that. Ones with like macros and then like more advanced things than you just have a formula in there or whatever. And not that macros are really that complex or either is VBA, but whatever. But um, what I do know is that no matter how idiot-proof you try to make it, someone will always break something. It's, yeah. it's uncanny how they do it. So like the fact that you're trying to undertake that is pretty ridiculous. I'm just trying to make it simple but work and trying to like make it flexible but rigid. So it's just kind of like, you know, kind of like making cement. You know, you need to have rebar through it, yeah. otherwise it snaps. Or, you know, these kind of these things. It's, true. That, it's like the designing cement is what I'm designing. And you're really also waging another war that, that I think kind of gets downplayed in that, you know, when people go to use stuff, unless it's like incredibly user friendly to like the most idiotic of idiots. And I'm not calling people idiots to be derogatory. It's just like a lot of people just don't know how this stuff works. A lot of times when you make a template for people, uh, they will avoid trying to use it because they're like also afraid of the template. and They're also afraid of, afraid of the actual process. So like there's more that goes into it than just trying to make it look nice. Like it has to be user friendly enough and it also has to be idiot proof enough to where they won't break it. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of other junk that goes in there too. Yeah. But it's God. That's why I'm so critical of it whenever you whenever you post one of those things, dude, because I've been down that road and it's awful. Yeah. But it's gotten a lot better. The wiki's gotten more user friendly in terms of people working on things because uh Lucifer, one of the mods of R slash Final Fantasy one one, joined. And Navisico? Navisco? Whatever the fuck they're... Sure. Nabisco or uh, something along those lines with some I's and O's and S's Nabisco. and K's. Yeah. N Nabisco. The, the crackers. The cookies. Cracker if you will. The, the The Fig Newton of the wiki. <laughs> Is it okay, a cookie? Is it a fruit? Is it just not good? Who knows? Does it help keep you regular? Well, tune in. Uh, but uh, they've also been working on a lot of the community guides. There's been a push, as I'd alluded to before, of people updating the community guides there and and, and getting things going, and, and the warrior guy's been touched uh, appropriately. Uh, I mean, I haven't looked at the stats, I just don't know if touching would be inappropriate in this matter. But, mm, but the monk yes. one, the 
uh, Warrior one. Uh, those stand out to me. I think there's been some other ones um, along those lines uh, are all getting a little more up to code instead of, you know, poor. There's still poor ones out there like maybe Scholar or Red Mage, but there's been at least work in most of these guides. So Funkworks has also been updating some of his board stuff. And um, like the, the wiki is getting up to code here. There's a lot of random people working on it now. It's really reached a critical mass of getting to the point of being better. Instead of just being for old things, it's for everything. That's, that's getting there. So That's good. That's that. Otherwise, in game, I have cleared all the tier twos now. I'm going to hopefully do end guy tomorrow. I have like over 200,000 fucking segments. I need to just start burning them. Yeah. So, yeah, again, going into end guy, man, just treat it with the utmost respect and like you'll probably be okay in the fight i want like, it's so different than the v15 i want to take i want to ditch monk for that fight and take a pup and see if that'll work yeah it, it, i think it will um we, when we cleared ours we finished with three minutes to spare and we used two heavy dds we used monk and, and warrior um i think pup can get there as long as your other dd is, is also still pulling in like as much damage as possible so you'll definitely want another heavy DD in that slot. I was planning blue and pup, and the challenge is I have to be pup instead of blue, because when I go Ooh. blue for V15 and guys, it's very easy, and I have no problem pulling hate. Depending on the monk, some monks are super good, but I, most of the monks I've had, which are not, they're not bad monks, they're no slouches, even Bippin's company is great. But outside of puncture, I have no problem between healing and doing really solid DD with, you know, TP mm -hmm. bonus and Maxim Menace, that I can pull hate. So pup should have no problem doing enough damage like a monk, but also not being top of the par so that when the ad pops, I want it to be on the puppet. And also if hate reset happens on two people, the puppet is also still there. So along we're, those... We're actually in a, a point spike right now, so I can come blue mage for you if uh, you're not doing it at the same time. Oh, as that own. would be fucking great. Yeah. Because I wanted to do beast blue. This is just all theory thing. I, like if I go and it doesn't work whatsoever, I would adjust back to monk blue beast. But it's definitely going to be beast, a blunt DD blue... Red Mage, Bard, and Core. I want to see if that'll still work the same and, and do that okay. because Engai is one of the ones I'm most interested in because uh, Gluttys Dagger is fucking great. And yeah. I was even going Thief today to Divergence. That was that was a fun story. <laughs> Plus all your jobs were... Yeah, right? Plus all your jobs were the, uh, the Gluttys armor anyway. Yes. So. Dragoon especially, which Dragoon just feels so good when you're capped attack with Gluttys doing Star Divers and just absolutely face-eating things. Those store TP hands are so good. Like, I really want to, like, finish those after I finish the body to R25 and uh, do the hands so that I can kick those Arco gauntlets to the curb. I really hate those hands. Yes, yes, I can now, actually, if I get these Gladys hands updated yeah. because I use the Vim Torque. Yep. So uh, even though with the Vim Torque, I think now that I use the AF, the Relic plus three pants with the extra store TP on there instead of the Valorous, which I think is a better choice for Dragoon overall, you know, it's it's rather inconsequential in DPS terms either way. So I, I give it to the pants, even if Valorous had a little more offense to them. They're just not really not worth using compared to the you don't want to you don't want to explode. Right. And like there, there's arguments that you can wear like less DT in sets and be fine. But honestly, with the content that we actually care about nowadays, like more DT just keeps you more alive and it keeps more stress off of the group, which I think is pretty critical. It's like an unseen factor that really weighs into that. So. DPS wise, those pants should be really close to Valorous with STP plus eight and you know the double attack on them and stuff. But they're gonna have more accuracy. Mm -hmm. They're gonna have a little more magic evasion. Not that that'll matter there. A little more defense, and then they have Wyvern PDT ten also. Yeah, man. 
But, you know, doing that gives me a couple extra store TP. Losing two store TP but gaining two store TP there would mean those hands can go completely away now that the store TP has gone up on the Gladys hands from, like, five to eight or something. Yeah, I used to wear those uh, those pants, uh, the, the Terra Slaver pants or whatever, in um, my DT sets a while back. And then I had moved out of them, but I think I want to put them back. They're just they're high accuracy. They, they're good. They don't need them anyway for the high jump, enmity shedding, and, you know, they get the wyvern something, they give you store TP. So they just really cover the angles there. But otherwise, I got a couple Black Mage clears uh, now. Nice. Uh, my Embrace black, it. My Black Mage has like like 370 elemental skill. I have not touched this job. <laughs> I'm running in there on like some some rank eight Agwu's pants, and then just like Amoric plus one, and and, uh, and a Bunzi's rod capped R20 from well, not capped anymore, obviously, but from Blue Mage. I don't have Merker. I don't have a staff. I've had Cat Bonga in the NPC to pick up. I need the testimony. I've had it there for like two years. I have not picked it up. So again, Cat Bonga is the fun way to play Black Mage. It's oh, that's not the way I play. A good way. Yeah. Well, for a Dynamis, that's absolutely the way I play. Yeah, for, for like Dynamis, it's fine, and for uh, like Omen, it's fine. Like stuff that you'll be doing on Black Mage. I'm like not using right it on Ongo. Yeah, exactly. So Ongo Cat Bonga. So well, I mean, Ongo Cat Bonga is interesting if like you want to be part of the skill chain, or like if you want to make sure murkers happen and stuff like that. But like you can get there anyway eventually. It just won't be as consistent as just like one nuke and full TP. But yeah, imagine getting resisted on Asper because your dark's yeah. not capped. You don't have all the sets. You have like an air appendage, really nothing else going. Like I don't. It's 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 like a, I needed the win kind of situation. I have pieces that are good, but it's not put together. Mm -hmm. So that that was that. But Carrot wants uh, Volt gear for her Bard. So we've been doing yeah. Dynamis Bestalk the last twice this week. We haven't been doing it in a long time. Ever early on in the podcast about how we were doing it with her mule. We don't have that mule now, so. We essentially had someone enter us, and then we just did it, the two of us, with trust. So Nice. That worked well. Well, that's a, that's a wise decision she's making, too, because, like, the, the Bastok Volt gear is the Volt gear I don't have, because I always, like, snubbed it, you know, back in the day. And um, that actually makes me not want to DD on Bard as much. Yeah, it's cool that she's getting that. It's like a 10% or so drop rate, roughly, it looks like. So we've gotten one the past two runs each, so she now has head and legs. And legs are nice, of course, more nice than the head because Ayama exists. But this is a little nicer than the Yamo head. Oh, yeah, and if you don't have, like, an alliance full of people who aren't bards, like, fucking fighting for it so they could throw it on the ground trigger a copper voucher, like, it's pretty realistic to actually get the set. Yeah, nothing feels worse than the Murbard coming up and saying, Oh! Ooh, I can equip this, you say. Oh, but I never will. I or, see or my inventory could use one more item I don't know how to use or will use and don't have sets that are properly yeah. maximizing this item, but I'll I'll take that. I'll <laughs> underperform over you. Excellent. See, it's it's like it's not a problem that someone can but use it, it and takes it. It doesn't have any attack. Yeah, it's not a problem that someone can use it and takes it. It's that someone who just likes items, which is very common in this game. It's part of the game. That just likes items and doesn't know or care how to use or apply them, just kind of just goes, oh, I, I don't mind if I do. You know, like, like say you never eat hot dogs, but you go to, like, a, a, a party and, like, oh, oh, pigs in a blanket? Let me take that whole tray. I'll eat all those right now. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, that's, that's, that's what I'm getting at. It's like, if you're going to underperform, it's kind of annoying to see that you jump the line there for those pigs in a blanket. Hey, man, we thought you were going to be cool when we invited you, but you're going to you're gonna have to leave. Spinach puffs? Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah, so like, I mean, it's all I'm all about like people lotting high quality items, like like you're saying, like the they actually have a plan for them, but don't just lot them because you know they're rare. Bacon wrapped scallops? I thought you were a vegan. Oh, not today, I'm not. Not for these. They're so decadent. I am a vegan, but nobody said there'd be bacon wrapped scallops. 
a lot all of them <laughs> oh nine nine eight really? better luck next time <laughs> so, it's okay it's okay we'll both lot we'll both lot so this is also Let's another another testament so basically what it is is thief my thief uh and her core so you know two maxed out jobs there of of super super legit people who put time and effort into their stuff uh and uh Monbro, of course because he's awesome sylvie because of course sylvie is awesome king of hearts because yeah of course king of hearts and olmia because in this situation now Olmia's is not gonna have to refresh for shit because you got Ma uh, Monbro out there not wasting mp and i'm going sub rune fencer because not because it wouldn't be nice to have the extra attack definitely would be definitely under buffed but because when you're the tank as a thief you don't want to get killed really easily so yeah. I'm, I'm sub rune fencer because one it's nice to resist stun from quad ovs uh when they're throwing the fucking headbutt and two the statues can also i mean they, they don't get a move off but hey uh and because of the parry <laughs> it gives me parry which when you're trying to evade uh parrying on top of that is a great way to mitigate damage when you're just all alone with a Monbro to heal you and a sylvie Especially when you're also mitigating some TP attacks too, which is not not you know yeah not not nothing to sneeze at exactly. And collaborator also amazingly essential. And also just I need to use sub rune because I need to establish hate on all the orcs. I need to be able to you know I, I'm applying treasure hunter AOE. I mean you can aggro it and then they're all on you. It's fine. They're not going to go anywhere. But the mobs don't live long enough anyway. And I can establish TH on all of them in a second in sub rune because there's no other way to do it besides constantly changing my gear every mob no 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 or they just have it done in one foul swoop uh fell swoop and just just get hate with sword play valiance flung any of those items because you can spread all four of them out now and you have one all the time pretty much yeah having enmity tools is one thing but also being able to have like hate spike enmity tools is, is another important one especially when they're like self-focused so that's typically why i value rune it's not necessarily just for like the flash like if i'm on ninja or something um it's more for the I can get enmity on everything around me, and then I can uh, I can hit like valiance or or volation or whatever, and, and have like a nice spike, and then go from there, and then start doing semi things. So it kind of plays like the same way. Like you need that hate spike at the start to be in front of all your DDs that are doing, or in this case, in front of your DD that is doing damage, and then like staying in front of it is a lot easier once you have that spike. You don't want to just try to like build up and surpass them eventually. So we know how much I love Thief because it's one of my original jobs and because it's an uh, anything that's an underdog, I'm always very partial to as I, I think that it's been judged harshly and doesn't get its uh, chance to shine and, and show what it really is there for and can do as a job that uniquely distinguishes it. So I'm perfectly suited to this because one, we need TH. Of course you need TH for this. Two, uh, I'm under buff, so my Vajra is absolutely the most amazing thing in this case. And three, I'm able to evade the mobs without sacrificing too much. So I'm yeah. able to use, a, I have the set in my guide for rune tanking, sub rune tanking on Thief. It's not real tanking, but I'm able to get essentially 1300 evasion on wave two, which means I'm not capping, especially for NMs, but for the fodder, I'm definitely high, like, I want to guess 70% evasion or so, maybe somewhere around there. NMs maybe it's like 50 50 or so, maybe 60. But it's, it's in that 50 to 60-ish range where I may not be capping because I'm not putting on, you know, full balls to the wall, anything I can. But uh, I'm, I have term legs on and a parry plus evasion back. So I have the extra parry from the legs in the back. So I'm able to evasion tank, not really worry. I mean, I can put on a different set without the parry. I, I do that as well when I feel I can get away with it. 
but I'm able to use Vajra in an attack star situation with Kor's Laden Salute. It works perfectly. So uh, I do Mindalik Stab to either reestablish my AM3 because you get ridiculous TP gain now, which is super important because I can't use TP bonus offhand because I don't have buffs. Yep. So I have to use Gluttony's Knife. It's the best for the situation. I have no problem with accuracy without using accuracy food by maybe on the Thief NM or something, but I have Sword Play as well, which is what I toss on. Um, so Mandalik Stab to Laden Salute makes Gravitation to Rudra Storm stacked makes Darkness to Rudra Storm stacked makes Darkness. And if I take too long on the second Darkness, because maybe something happened, I get knocked back by the AoE move. Anything can happen. Uh, if I mm -hmm. do, if I don't close the second Darkness, I can do Mandalik Stab and Distortion to Fusion makes Fusion. And we're all back to square one again. I have an extra step in there for Laden Salute to then close the extra step et cetera, et cetera. And I was, I posted the screenshot in uh, the discord. It was just some yeah. great stacked uh, weapons. Cause I was doing like 33 K cause you get the stack bonus on Vajra again here. So Nayame Vajra is perfect. And it was like a 33 K uh, Rudra storm for like an 85 K darkness. And then another stacked with bully uh, sneak attack for like another 33 K and another 86 K darkness. It's just destroying the mob. Yeah. Well, when you have a, when you have a DD that's doing like the, the proper, maximization of damage like it's hard to say without like getting like the, the best buffs of course like where you'll lie in that but there's a huge difference between what you were doing and like say i'm doing like a uh a dynamis with that link shell right and we're fighting an nm the nms seem like it take forever because you have all of these people who are who are doing like lower weapon skills interrupting the skill chain that you could be doing so like there's, a, there's just a massive difference between um being able to maximize your skill chain damage like you're showing in that screenshot and then having everyone just weapons going the mob because they have nothing else to do. And that's, uh, it's, it's pretty huge. Like, I bet you killed that thing faster than we probably kill a lot of our NMs. Depending on the situation, sometimes, like, Carrot, who's an gets trick attack off or something, it takes longer. But, yeah, it doesn't take too long. We're able to kill all the NMs. We're able to kill both Oryx and stuff, just the two of us with the trust and stuff. And we're making, you know, a, a couple medals each of each type. And, and the other stuff that's dropping some... You know, because some of those items are worth quite a bit, like Thief Hands are worth 2.5 mil, which is just dumb. Because yeah. it, it costs less than three uh, three Beastman medals or like 700k each, so it should be only 2.1 mil for those hands. But you know, those items like that drop. Don't let the secret out. Some of us actually buy those medals, convert it, and sell those. Yeah, heroism crystals, uh, yeah. aggregates, all that kind of stuff. Just It's not a bad time to try and get Bard TP gear while also getting to play a job in a way that it really shines, because you have Evasion, TH... You're tanking, you're able to use Collaborator to pull hate off of the, you know, you have to manipulate hate also for trick and sneak, because you can't always just use uh, sneak attack, but I let the Corsair pull hate too at times, so that I can do a sneak attack, it just works out well. Yeah, yeah, I can definitely see that. I actually really enjoy it when we do low man stuff over the, the alliance based stuff, because it just feels like everything is more smooth and coordinated. Like what you're describing actually occurs, whereas what you're describing usually gets planned for larger groups and then just doesn't occur because it all falls apart because of all the you mean like the notorious monsters uh, diversions? Where did we talk about that last week? Oh man, I think, I think a yeah, bit. I think yeah, did yeah, where yeah, they were just aggroing. Hyde yeah, are, yeah, Hyde and I are finally off of our back medication. <laughs> like we were finally recovered. You guys gonna have some fused discs back there from carrying. Yeah, that. man. How does the <laughs> for real? How does the white mage aggro everything? They're standing there <laughs> on the stairs. That one, that one. I'm glad I missed. I was actually pretty sad that I missed that because I like I woke up just too late today to see that you were uh, that you were talking about doing some dynamics and I kind of wanted to go to that. Dude, if there was, was a Geo as a third or even just someone else that could provide 
like a buffing job, just a bard, yeah. a geo, one of those two, even a beastmaster. If it was, I mean, well, the problem is you can't bring a job that's going to melee. I mean, I could definitely include it in the skill chain combo. Anything that closes uh, darkness there uh, would be great for me to be able to, or just open would be fine. I don't know. I mean, it's, 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 I'm, I'm, there's too usually, much to jump on my head there, but usually in that kind of situation, like if I went on beast or something, I would probably pull the. Uh, I would probably pull, to be honest, because there like isn't enough to justify me using my axe, and like the slug can do some AOE stuff that matters. So like you we'd be able to fight more mobs because we're kind of skipping most of the mobs to get these NMs. We have, we go find yeah. orcs and stuff, so we have to kill some statues several times already. But we don't have. We can't like full clear. Like we could do a lot of clearing with someone else there to buff. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's definitely lots of options there, but you just don't go overboard on like how many people are present. That's a huge I thing. think honestly three or four people is perfect for a divergence RP farm or something like that. I mean, you get more RP in a full alliance, of course, if you're going for RP, but I mean, in terms Maybe. of splitting rewards and just not having to worry and people not fucking shit up. Honestly, just like a solid six man is really ideal. Yeah. That's that you too. just go in. You, can you have up. people who can, who can solo mobs or like team up to kill a mob. You know, you can, you can plan for that shit. And it's extremely relevant because... So, shout out to Table. Because he, we already had him on, of course, once. And But this guy came back to the game after playing on a private server and didn't find what he was looking for there. And then realized what he was looking for, the experience and everything, was on the retail servers when he thought it wasn't. And he came back. And this guy put the effort in. He shows up as like, you know, he's got like nothing going on. And he didn't sit there and like make no progress and have to buy everything because like, oh, no, no one will help me. He like he sat there and figured out, OK, I think white mage would be a good way to break into the scene. And then we're doing Shoal C and he goes, what do I need in my white mage? Like He's got Twilight Torque and he's he's missing a lot of stuff. But then, you know, he starts working on his white mage. He still runs around Twilight Torque, eventually got Lorikit last week for him. It wasn't a big deal. So it's not like you'd like, you know, I mean, you can point and laugh. Ha ha. It's, it's, it's Twilight Torque. It's still good. Uh, but he, yeah. this guy figured out he like read on the events he didn't like he didn't like pull up the library like go down the dewey decimal system and, and and write a thesis page on everything on the wiki but he looked at the wiki he asked questions if he had questions he would specifically say is there anything i need i don't really have the bar plus right now i don't have the right curse in the set i go no you don't need any of that for the farm and he you know kind of just started breaking in over time he's been soloing some of his malignants we help him with one or two fights Maybe a night, mm -hmm. maybe we'll do one fight with the guy, and like he does the rest on his own. And he's gotten to a point where his white mage is really good now, and he's breaking into the game like he's taking dancer to some stuff. And uh, it's an example of like divergence is super relevant to someone like him because he doesn't have a lot of gill because he's busy trying to like work on stuff. He's not farming, so yeah. being he like he's the kind of person who would rather, as I would as well, go do the event and have fun instead of buying your like people shout all the time to buy it. But he's like broken into it and it's really good and relevant. And that's, you know, I just wanted to give him props for that. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, Abject and I were going to farm an omen the other day and we actually ended up taking him with us. And I was, I was pretty impressed with the way that he handles things overall, like his decision making when doing things. Because, like, he had the opportunity to go as anything, like between like Black Mage and Paladin, which is what we were going as. Like, we really didn't need like much else going on. But, he evaluated that he could solo the stuff on Dancer as needed and that he didn't really need to bring in anything else that he could have been working on. So he's like, this is a good this is a good time for me to just bring White Mage. So he brought White Mage and got some cards. So, I mean, good for him. Like, that's exactly how I would have evaluated it. And it seems like based on what you're saying, how he approaches things, like 
that's basically how I treated it when I came back to the game. So on those early episodes when I was always talking about how I used White Mage to gear all of my other jobs, like he's actively doing what I was talking about. Not necessarily that, that you know, I caused him to think that, but he's showing another situation where that actually holds true. Like you just know what you need to come as and you just go as that. You don't just try to like force your dancer into a situation where maybe it doesn't matter just because you like playing it. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to identify that this is the job I need to go on and I'm about to get some stuff for it. It works. And he's not running around with ultimate weapons or anything. He's not like one of those guys that comes back and like suddenly gets like the best weapons and like he builds the gear out. He just he's running around with uh with I think he doesn't even have Torrid. He has like Kaja Knife and Taming Sorry, and he goes and he's been getting some clears, he's getting his malignance and DT sets. Like he's building everything up. He's got like he, he did a couple bumble runs on his white mage. Didn't he get the crepuscular knife? No, I told him I didn't want it. He could take it, but he yeah. He should have taken the crepuscular knife, but Yeah, he's a at that okay, point, well, I think whatever. it was less in his mind as opposed to his white mage because he's still working on a cursedness. And maybe he wasn't thinking about it, but I, I don't want that dagger and I got it. And it's like, whatever. People love it. I just don't see the point because Gladys is so much more useful. <laughs> I mean, I just want it for ninja. There's why would you want a dagger with no attack in a, in a job that needs attack? It's just you have the option. Why would you ditch like 65 attack? Because I'm a ninja. Well, yeah, you're a yeah. Ninja would love it. Uh, neither of us are ninja. Yeah. Go ninjas, go ninjas, go. But yeah, it just seems like he evaluates the scenarios better than a lot of new people do. And like he actually takes the time to think about what is what is needed for that content and knowing that like any progress he makes is still progress and that it seems like he just plays the game because he enjoys playing the game rather than enjoying like getting whatever loot he can, like it's a loot thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so cool. It's Good a perfect him. example of how when we talk about how we're approaching content or strategies we're doing and a lot of the times people just want to have fun in this game and not knowing how to tackle what content gets in the way of that. So he's a perfect example of someone, because not everyone, like, I think the guy's more reasonable than myself, obviously. So not everyone has the reason to apply to things where they can just be like, man, like like you, you just theory craft your way at anything. And be like, yeah, I think what we're going to do is we're going to switch up for a Beastmaster in this situation <laughs> for 50% attack down from the leech. And I think that's going to carry us because of the numbers on the, on the attack. And I think we'll be able to cap against his PDF. You know, it's like, okay. <laughs> Like not everyone has the fox levels of uh, the logic danger here. It, it, so. It's 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 more confidence than anything else. Like if you can deliver that shit confidently, people will believe you. And then like they don't know you're really just experimenting. You tell them that afterwards. It's kind of like uh, I'm not a Family Guy fan, especially now. It's a horrible show now. It used to be pretty good, but it's kind of like like when Lois is running for campaign and she gets up there and all she says during her speech is 9-11. It's kind of like you get up there, Fox, and it's just like 9-11. <laughs> and everyone just cheers and claps. You're like, oh, this guy knows. Wow. He knows. That's that's also me, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's like 99% confidence. Like, that's, that's really just what you need. Just say it, Fox. Just say 9-11. 9-11. Oh, this guy. I, I'm voting for this guy. Uh, and I kind of forgot where I was going with. I was going to go to something before this about how it's relevant content and and... You know, people want it and no one, because I see people shouting all the time lately. Uh, someone shouted today, Red Mage, RP, tell me what time we're doing a wave two clear. It's like, oh, okay, hold on, hold on here. So you want to come to something and you're asking everyone to tell you the time that you're going. I mean, you got to get into the group first, but hey. Yeah. But a lot well, at least people... it's not like that shit that I posted. Oh, where where the, the, the two dudes are like both trying to leech RP. Uh, so for those not in the discord we post in the trash and yell channel the most because a lot of trash and yelling out there speaking of yelling it's the other spicy rinds and yell this week um oh good multiple spicy rinds and yell not me other other mules that are not mine 
Um, but someone was yelling, or they wanted to join at R2, uh, RP Wave 2 Farm, R2D2. Um, and they're like, hey, is it okay if I just take my naked mule and leech? And the other person was like, I was going to ask also to take my naked mule and leech. And it's like, ah. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> Only if you can figure out a way where we both can. It's like they just, you know, the butts cancel out. Yeah, it was just gross to look at because it's it, and that's why I made those those comments about it too. Is like it's the same sort of people who will be like, okay, so who's building that ambuscade run? Okay, or, oh, so who's, who's, who's tanking? Roman group, yeah. You know, it's just uh, you can't have people dragging everything down, and that's and wonder why they don't have success. Why they got to buy all these fucking clears because they're just trying to have it both ways. Like that's what I like about table. He doesn't try to have it both ways. He's like, okay, I just want to have fun, and he talks, and it's it's a good time, and he you know he's a dad with a young kid, and he's. He goes, okay, I, I'm going to have to leave real soon. My kid's got to go to sleep or waking up. Blah, blah, blah. So it's like, okay, go have fun. And he manages to have his job, balance his family, have fun in the game, and not fuck around yelling or paying everyone. Because people act like, oh, I can only... I mean, I don't want to get too details about his life here. I don't want to say that like, he has a family and kids and stuff. Sorry, table. Um, but, you know, people sit there and go, oh, I just my time is precious, and I'd rather just buy these clears because I don't have time for this. Like, this guy doesn't sit there and go... And why are you playing? Yeah, exactly. Why are you playing? Uh, they make the game worse for my interest and benefit. Fuck everyone. But, you know, he doesn't sit there and go, oh, you know, I just can't get this done. I'm not going to buy this. I'm tired of waiting. Like, he sits there and he finds what he can do. He's made progress. He's he's having fun. He's he's getting the content. He's still learning the game. He's, you know, he, he fights stuff he's never fought before that, you know, you and I fight and take for granted. But if a guy's never yeah. done Bumba and he joins a shot on White Mage and he's like, okay, I'm going to read the wiki. I think I'm kind of ready for this. Like, that's fun. That's interesting. And that's, he's getting out there and he's not paying for Bumba. They needed a White Mage and a shout. He goes, I'll come. And he's perfectly qualified because White Mage does Shoal C all the time. Yeah, I was actually talking to him about uh, his experience with like Bumba rents and stuff because I saw that he had some Naomi on. I forget what it was. I think it was, um, I think I was asking like how augmented it was because like he was talking about like dancer weapon skills and things, something along those lines. Mm-hmm. But he said he'd only been to like the the one Bumba run and like it was a bunch of people just like cheating their balls off and it was like super medium. <laughs> and he didn't sound like he was like really into it or anything like that. You Why know, would you? I, I realize it, it, he's probably gonna listen to this and now I'm telling a story on his behalf. But like what what just kind of like struck me about it is is later on he's like, well, I don't really know what they would expect in like a real situation. Like if I were fighting Bumba, like if I'm, if I'm like good enough to attend like the V15s and stuff like that. And I was just thinking, man, it's probably going to be just fine. You just got to make sure you pull it properly. If you're not going to shoot your balls off with J zero or anchor. And, uh, Oh, they were all using anchor. Yeah. Like he was putting it up on much, a much higher pedestal than it needed to be because Bumba is being prepared. Yeah. I mean, exactly. He's being prepared, but like, I, I don't know. I just don't want to see him like psych himself out on like joining some of these groups and getting some of this stuff done because he Bumba's doesn't not a joke ready now. because well at V20 it's yeah. not but at V15 and below at V19 and below I'm pretty sure it's still a joke. You just savage blade savage blade until dead. Savage blade your balls off. Yeah man. But yeah like just just listening to it though like as prepared as it sounded like he was and how well he did in the uh, in the omen run like I didn't see any reason why he couldn't like just join those bumba runs but it seems like you know there's like some sort of like greater strategy. He doesn't feel like he grasps yet with it. He and doesn't want to go in. I would just tell like, him to go in and just do it. He doesn't want to be the point it. of failure, which I think a lot of people have issue with. And this, I guess, the secret table episode now. But a lot of people, he's just <laughs> a perfect case study of a guy who's breaking into Endgame, like a lot of people yeah. who just casually play this game or, you know, just want to have fun and aren't taking it seriously. They're not going to have like, he's not going to sit, he doesn't theory craft. He just wants to play the game. And I think theory crafting comes when you play the game too freaking long. Honestly, oh, White Mage on Bumba is so easy that oh, yeah. 
I, I don't think he'll be the point of failure. Like if, if he can cure Aga and then he can remove silence when necessary and occasionally Dia, like you don't even need a Yag rush. Like it's not, it's not, I'm certain that he'll be the, the point of failure is likely going to be some DD that doesn't stop weapon skilling during, I assume. But he doesn't have Probably posts good. such as this one from the worst thread of the, well, see, so we <laughs> is ha- it going to be the worst thread though? It's the Reddit one, Fox. Oh, we're going to do the Reddit one. Okay. The Reddit one. So we've got all sorts of, we good have things. two competing threads this week for worst thread of the week. I think this is just going to be worst post of the week and the auction house one will be worst thread of the week. Uh, but he, he doesn't sit around saying my spirit is broken. Dot, 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 dot. Yeah. Would you care to read this one? Fox? Yeah, sure. My spirit is broken. I can't kill any more wasps. Ellipses. I just need two more honey. Ellipses. Ellipses. It's been three weeks, and this stretch of conscient highland has been burned into my brain as I do laps around it. So I ask, semicolon, <laughs> is there an easier, more effective, or more efficient way to get the two drops of honey I need for the ROV quest? My next gambit is to level thief and use treasure hunter to get it. Edit. Postscript. Why, yes. I did mean bee pollen. The worst part is I can't get honey or pollen. Wall. Memoirs of a broken man. The wall. The wall does it. Journal page 586. Oh, shit. It's been three days since my last post. I don't know if I'm going to make it. Captain's log. It's been three days since the last honey. I believe the bees are beginning to mock me. You would be Picard because you'd call for your Earl Grey tea all the time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, dude. Captain but yeah, Dog. I like this. This this post is so ridiculous. Like, I I can't believe that this person hasn't like thought of like a different way of maybe going about it. Uh, I, like, I'm not really well versed in this uh, in what he's farming though. But can't you buy this? Yes, it's like 30k. And if you're killing bees for three weeks, I would hope you have sparks. Maybe again, maybe he never farmed <laughs> ROE. I don't know. Maybe he didn't read. Maybe he did not try to be prepared. So there's a difference between someone like Table who would be like, oh, I should flag ROEs to get sparks because I can sell them, and someone else being like, oh. Captain's log, three weeks, nothing's happening. Yeah, dude. I find it really hard to believe that three weeks of killing this and you've not gotten these items, because these are pretty good high drops without TH. Like, with TH, they're really common. So without TH, they're really not that hard. Well, we also can't see frequency, travel time, uh, how much AFKing. Well, I guess it still boils down to frequency. Like, frequency is kind of a big topic on this one. But, like, three weeks doesn't really tell us much. Like, how hard do you farm? Like, how often do you play? Are you fighting the right mob? This is like <laughs> this is like Montezuma's revenge, Valkram Dune's revenge. It's like the meat grinder is changed to be bees, or Mandragora dewdrops now instead of instead of sucking in the dunes and quitting the game because you just can't take it. It's now now you're broken after this guy three weeks. I, I like the the Paladine underscore PSOT. Yeah. He posts, yeah. "If this broke your spirit, I have bad news for you." No ellipses. <laughs> right. <laughs> Open ended. I mean, it's true though. Like, like I don't know, like how ridiculous that person's being, but it's it's not actively wrong because this guy, if he's having this much trouble with this specific aspect of the game, like just imagine when he gets to something that he really wants and just will never see the drop for. The thread kind of know. epitomizes the fail of new players who don't give a shit to read and just think they're playing fourteen or something, and they're just going to run around and have all the answers. Because here's another post in this thread. I went through that too, only to find out I went the other path and needed the other item. Don't make my mistake. Wait, so they had the, they farmed up the other item yes. and found out eventually that they were wrong? Yep. Oh no. I didn't read the quest log. 
I didn't read any of the dialogue as it came the, to me. They probably had, like, fast CS on or something. The OP follows up. Uh, someone says, can't you buy from the auction house? And the OP says, I looked it up, and the cheapest bundle was about 36k. I am currently at about 2k gil. Yeah. Okay. And you gotta, you gotta learn how to make gil eventually. Being Reddit, we also have to have the wrong answers Welcome given. The economy. So someone stated that it's been three weeks of trying to get honey for ROV. But you know any ROV is not the honey. So we have multiple people now that come in and go, Honey is a higher drop from the Saruta Baruta bees and the Constant ones. I think most people would love <laughs> would recommend leveling Thief anyway because of how useful Treasure Hunter is later on too. Not there's no ROV in Saruta Baruta. Honestly, I would never recommend anyone really like level any specific thing that they don't care about. To be totally honest, because then they're not going to give any care to that job like later on when they when they're forced to use it. It's going to be just like a drudgery of a job. Like just. Keep at it. Just be smart about it, like what we're talking about. Just go buy the stuff or find a, find something else to farm that's worth more, like even it, be it Sparks, and then just find another way to get your 36k. Like if you can't farm like the active pollen, like if it's somehow eluding you, do it that way. It's been like, three I'm weeks. Pretty sure, my wallet I'm is broken. I'm pretty sure I farmed it on my, on my no subjob mules uh, when I went to uh, go maximize uh, yeah, all of our Yeah, it's not nearly as bad as everyone is. Uh, excellent. Yeah. So it kind of blows me away. Like, I, I can't really remember it. And because it doesn't stand out in my mind, that's why I don't remember what's going on here. I, I just can't see it being that bad. And I'm pretty sure I would not have bought it because I would not have sent money to my mules because I didn't give enough of a shit. Just level of trust. So I'm pretty sure I farmed this. I, I don't know. And of course, more wrong answers. It won't drop more of the quest item than you need. No, it just drops oh, it regardless. No, oh, that's so wrong. <laughs> It's Reddit, man. This is why there's a new Reddit. Because, like, if I saw someone post that, it would just be deleted as misinformation. I would just 86 that. It's just incorrect. We don't need incorrect information about the game being spread around. And this, the the original subreddit is the worst at that. Which we have reached almost 700 people now. So we have started a, a slight sort of community now that's taken off. Because I remember when Sea Cookies came out, it was like 58 people. So in the course yeah. of like three months, We've now worked our way up to about 700 people. It's, it's getting there. It'll, it'll eventually That's hit a critical good. mass. That's probably all of the real players playing the game. <laughs> Their spirit is broken. That's the greatest thing since Blue Peas. Yeah. So I don't know. Like, yeah, just the whole idea of this post is absurd. Like, I get that you want to, like, commiserate into a group of people, but at least ask what I can do instead. Like, it, uh, oh, keep your, always keep your mind open to the possibilities that, that what you're doing could be, the, like, the least efficient. If you always assume that what you're doing is wrong and always try to critique and improve it, whether through other people's experiences or just your own research, you'll probably always be bettering yourself. And, you know, it's not like a downer thing. It's just a reality of life. But I could just be wrong. There's so much shit. This is my video essay on Final Fantasy XI. Should you play it? No, we don't need. Oh, are you are you lost in the sauce now? Uh, yeah, it's, you, it's like, not a thread. And, and they rate this thing through the roof. They rate it up. It's like it's great. Here is my video essay on Final Fantasy XI. I'm a new player to this game, and my experience was so great that I decided to make a video essay about it. Well, at least they had a good time. Video That's essay. good. It sounds like they're they were fulfilling a course requirement, and then also decided to post it to Reddit. And you know what's so great about that? Games for that? I just noticed this after I finished that sentence. So they have their YouTube video here, and in the thumbnail, so they said they had a great time, and they go, I want as many people to try this, uh, I want as many people to try this game, so if you don't mind, consider sharing the video, if you think this is of any quality, thank you. But they, so they just said all that, about how great it was, and the thumbnail 
before you click play, has the Final Fantasy XI logo online, and then below it in Comic Sans or whatever, what went wrong? <laughs> what is oh. what is that? So it's just clickbaity enough, got it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, this is so you great. Sure? What went wrong? If it could be viral, it would make my day. Uh, I really need. Up. I really need that internet trophy of it being being viral. If you could, please. Uh, what went wrong, Fox? Motivation. Motivation went wrong. That might have also possibly gotten the axe. I don't think it would have, but nonetheless, what went wrong? What the fucking Vonadio went wrong, Fox? I just don't know. I don't know, man. I don't interact with Vonadil enough, to be totally honest. And like, I realized that the other day when we had the 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 pre-show talk, when I was like bringing up the trauma that I'm not gonna like recover. But just like the the fact that I don't talk to enough people for drama to ever actually circle around me tells me that you know I know exactly what's going on with this particular piece of drama. So I I I I don't know. I'm just like not in touch with what the fuck is wrong with deal but apparently i keep seeing it everywhere even though i try to actively avoid it and i only play with my group or occasionally you guys like you're the only access i have to any pug experience and yeah i I just don't i don't i don't know like i i literally do not know what is wrong with the people in this game now like i'm so out of touch i'm realizing this i mean i socialize enough with the community that it's a horrible horrible relationship for example we have (laughs) So there's Spicy Ryan's mom someone has that yells. That's been happening around Isn't quite there, a like, long time. Isn't there some, like some dude that thinks he's a Super Saiyan? Oh, that's Kai Koji. Uh, he yeah. is... That guy has clear mental. And oh. Yeah. He will just yell with no one else yelling. Just random things. Like, the GMs try to kill me. Like, just random delusional schizophrenic things. Oh, boy. Yeah, so that's, that's him, the Super Saiyan. He also did yell something that was pretty good recently. Uh, beyond being, you know, screwed up as it is, but uh, very related to the community at large, he yelled, "Max out treasure hunter to one hundred percent, and every drop one hundred percent, even cracking club." <laughs> you want to so think wrong. it's a troll, but the guy just yells so much it can't be a troll. But no, we have the the spicy Ryan's mom. I've not seen in a while. I was wishing that one would come back, but there's spicy Ryan with two ends now this week, and also maybe spicy Ryan with one end. Wow. Yeah, the other spicy Ryans are multiplying. Okay. Well, I hope they. Uh, I hope they fix their guides. <laughs> well, the spicy Ryan with two ends uh, <laughs> tries to yell that they're me by saying, "Has everyone read my Blue Mage guide?" And oh, uh, they do a very poor job of emulating. They, they have to act more ridiculous if they're going to try and act like me because they, they got to do something. Step that game up. Yeah, even Chia logged online when I posted this just to yell that their shit is weak and they need to try harder. <laughs> and Chia doesn't That's get online awesome. and yell at all. He's too That's busy with Windower. That's so funny. Nonetheless, along with that, I have a PM I received on Blue Garter nine days ago. I did not realize I received because I did not get a message. And I just realized there was a notification in the corner of the forums that no one uses and I check sporadically. Someone sent me a PM and it says... Uh, hi, SR, which don't, don't call me SR. Come on, just call me, don't call me SR. I'm, I'm immediately not interested in what has to be said next, because it was, hi, SR. <laughs> I was curious why you no longer maintain out of the blue. I enjoyed your guide much better than the other one. Well, you see. Is that the end of the message? That's the whole message. Oh. Yes, that's my, that's how the community likes to interact with me. Oh, why haven't you given me something? Yes. Why have you not given me more entertainment? Because I'm working on things. I've got a lot of stuff to work on. i got to wow. do the 1 to 119 updates before I even touch Blue Mage. A lot of things going on. 
Well, um, why? Why, why haven't you? Why I, haven't you given him what he needs? I would love to. I even talked to Karen the other day about how when I update that guide, I need to change the header. I want a new header for the guide to show that it's now version 3.0. It's the only guide that's gone through multiple versions. Or at least the only guide that's been documented to have multiple versions. It's <laughs> like most people just change it and be like, yeah, whatever. Well, I mean, there's things like, um, there's been multiple dancer posts this week. We'll get to the other dancer one you're thinking of. But someone first before that one posted a thread saying, is there an up-to-date, up-to-date dancer guide with all the new dancer gear? And there is. Someone responded yeah, with... Yeah, was it The Last Dance? The Last Dance 3, which we've mentioned that guide before recently about, you know, person used to post on BG and has said, fuck it, I'm going to go post an auction now. And, and, you know, with the, the Photoshop of the, the flowers and shit. Anyway. It's a really nice looking guide. I don't know. Uh, mm, I think it looks nice. It looks all right. I'm, I'm, you know, we had a whole conversation about it. It's true. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we had a long pre-show today. Yes, yes, we did. Either way, um, someone merely posts, you know, the guide is up to date. What are you looking for? And it's like, oh, I didn't think it was up to date. And it, like, I don't think people know what they're looking for. And at least on the wiki with the whole community guides being updated, you can at least see the history. The bottom of the page, the bottom of the left, when you scroll, says page was last updated on this date. And the, the, the big history with the clock that says history in the top right of the corner of the page. You can click that and it'll, it'll show you what's been done if you really want to see how up-to-date it is. So, I mean, hey, that's, that's, that's a benefit. But so I don't know what's up with this spike in dancers lately because there's this dancer thread. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. Yet. I think it's a good thing. I, I still think dancers a good job. For new people. It's fucking great. I want to do it one day. Yeah, I've, I'm, I've always been a fan of the job and I still love playing it. I'm not like a great DD on the job, but I, I don't use it for DD really. But that's the thing though, is like you can do do so many cool things with Dancer and in this situation here, like you're seeing all these dancers pop up and it, from the way you had phrased it, it seemed like it's a it's a good thing. It's a job like Thief with a even there's more potential than Thief and more more things to know about it and more ways to play it and try to fit in correctly and, and be all the dancer that you can be. So much like Thief, everyone sucks at it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't that's true. I don't know why. It's not swing your daggers, do your stuff. I have noticed that, like, I, I even with like notorious dancers that we both know in the past, like, it's so easy to fuck this job up, and mm. I don't really like in play. I don't really understand how that occurs. We really it's, call like, them notorious dancers, and it's getting a little too much credit. Well, notorious isn't a good thing. Well, well, it does not indicate that that is that is good fame. Infamous, yeah, uh, infamous. Like, notoriety is not great. But, like, I, I see it, I see it get fucked up all the time. It's just about making good decisions. Like, sometimes your decision shouldn't should just be not to bring dancer to begin with. Like, that's a very good decision to make, too. I think people eating food would be a good decision. I see a lot of people just don't eat food. Yeah. Really well, they easy. have all this, uh, they have all this ack on this gear now. Like, yeah. why do they need to eat food, right? Well, for Zevioso, you send a lot of accuracy. You need, like, 1,400 accuracy. So. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to use Seafood Grotten in there, I, I'm pretty sure. It's like 1430. Yeah, it gives you, like, what, accuracy and magic evasion? Sounds great. Yeah, the since I learned one. recently that all of its moves are magical and I'm dumb. So I, I could have swore. Like, part of the pregame was, like, I was talking about how, like, no matter what I try on Dancer, like, like Zevioso always kills me, like, with buffs and everything with the... Uh, You're like, I, keep, I raise my defense and, and stuff. It's just, and yeah. I go Fox, every move is magical. Yeah, and I'm just super dumb because this is a this is a situation where I didn't go look it up and look, I paid for it over and over again. 
I've been updating parts of Odyssey related content, not like, I mean, I put a couple testimonies, but I've, I've like cleaned the pages up and stuff, but more to the point, I've been updating certain things there, uh, like resistance values if applicable or I have them or something like that, but also TP moves like uh, on BG for the snap weed. It had that, what was it? It's not sludge bomb. It's not a fucking muck. Uh, it's like stink bomb. Uh, like it has the other moves are all water there, and on BG slash people talking about it, it was water, but that's an earth move. Uh, stink bomb is an AOE earth move. It's not water damage. So if that's your move of concern, you don't want to use bar water. I mean, you want bar water for the other stuff it does, but keep in mind that that's an earth item. So I've like been fixing stuff like that and listing updating certain TP moves that need to have correct text or have actually... I've seen stuff, I'm like, that's just not correct. That TP move doesn't do that in terms of, like, properties. For, uh, for V20, from what I saw and from doing it, not just with your group, with mine too, um, I actually recommended in my thing I read on the Discord, I, I think I recommended, like, Bar Thunder for, this, for the stun from Tickling Tendrils. That's because more that... Honestly. Yeah, because that, that was constantly stopping the skill chain because, like, the rune was an active participant in that. So if you don't parry it, like it has a really high land rate for for the uh, the stun. So that was kind of a thing too. Dude, I've been super happy with so the evasion's been great on Rune, but I'm finding that because I have to keep stopping for either the Fetter, the NM, um, mobs are you know people follow me and don't do like it's a lot of managing has to occur. Instead, what I've been finding I'm enjoying more now is taking off my tanking gear on Rune while still using Epio, and putting on like a hybrid set of like a Shara harness. The only applicable use besides bar for a share of harness that I can think of is Rune Fencer. <laughs> yeah. Beating. And like some. And we'll um, get to that. Uh, yes, we will. I, I don't want to talk about Dancer yet. Uh, Adam, uh. Charlie Brown. Uh, the Adamar hands, like Mega Honda legs, stuff that's like offensive and has some DT, but it's, it's you know, I'm taking off all that Naomi defense, all that HP. You know, I'm going to town just beating things up instead so I can try and speed the run up. And it's working out because I'm getting like 1.2 million gil, roughly. 1.1, which I was already getting, but I'm getting higher because I'm contributing between like one and a quarter to one and a half million DPS now on Rune, just uh, spamming, you know, demediation with Epio. I just want to actually start upgrading Epio to a high, like rank seven now. So I can do more damage on Rune instead because we're just blazing through stuff now and me DDing is speeding it up more while I'm still controlling the mobs. I get initial hate, I, I do stuff, but I'm actually enjoying getting an extra mini instead of Mambo now and just going to town. On the run I went on recently with you, like the, the one thing that was like super frustrating is I lost TP no less than 10 times from the mob <laughs> running away from me once I started to engage it. It's, it's trouble to juggle. So, yeah. I was, I was like super pissed. I was, that fight. I was out of step with Carrot on that because... It's like, okay, I mean, shit happens. It's my, it was my fault that mobs were not controlled. I was trying to pull more mobs sometimes when I could, like, leave and get more mobs, but because things would get slept and I didn't have hate them because I didn't want to get hate and I want to go get other mobs, like, I would just, I just kind of gave up at a certain point and just, like... <laughs> I just gave it up was hard work. to It was hard to balance pulling more because you got to pull more to speed up the efficiency of the kill speed versus... I, the last run you were on was very terrible, out of the ordinary levels of terrible of mobs moving around. Oh, that happens. I mean, I was I was gonna comment when you're done here on like how my I just assume my group's bad now because like we're getting like eighteen hundred segments and stuff uh, from the the bonus at the end, not total. Yeah, I think I've been getting closer around. I think I even got like over two k recently, and it's just like this. Yeah. The pug has become actually less and less pug people because now every time we have 
uh, knee, Carrot's friend, and I guess I'm on okay terms. I don't know how to talk to him. He's a cool guy. We have him, Carrot, I, and Table. So we have four people every time, as we had. But now yeah, he did. He did fine as a DD when I was in the run with you. Oh yeah, he's always that's he's pretty dragoon. much he pretty much beats everyone we bring just as a dragoon because you mm-hmm. need to change his weapons and pays attention. He's really active, you know, which is what yeah. you have to be as a DD if you want to win. And so now people that we've invited and pugs that are good, I just give them a pearl. So like jamming Jamie or Foteni. And like Foteni, well, as soon as we're done with this uh, podcast, we're going to go grab Foteni and do, he's on core. And we go and just do shoal now. But because like the pug people have been so good and I gave them a pearl and they, they get tired, I guess, of bad pug shoals. We're just kind of like, at this point, the pug has now become somewhat of a regular Odyssey shoal sea status. Yeah. Yeah, good. Yeah, cultivate that herd. That's like every link shell that's ever been successful. It's just been me yelling for stuff, having carrot for a basis, because as long as I have her, we can always be successful. I can always have us on the two most important jobs generally. I mean, my jobs are limited, but generally and have things work and just find good enough pug people. And then they kind of go, oh, that was fun and less stressful or more successful than I'm used to. I'll take a pearl. And then they just kind of like float around. So now I don't have to commit to a schedule. If we do a run, we do a run. You know, it's. I still get stuff done now. It's actually really how the game's supposed to be in my Yeah, I would definitely say so. If I were to criticize my own group uh, at the moment, like I would say that we're maybe getting a little too overconfident with things <laughs> uh, because we're, we're fairly successful. And I would say that we actually spend a lot of time like like derping about uh, during like segment farms. And uh, we have like a lot of idle time like that. That's our that's our problem. Like we need to stay on it. So like right now I'm trying to get people to act independently of me issuing orders, which is ideal. Like I keep trying to do that. So now I've like paired our blue mage up with our paladin. They're supposed to just go do things that they're supposed to do while our group just kills everything that we come across, like the the rest of us four. And um, that's that's actually sped it up quite a bit. That's how we were getting the the, the 1.2 mils or whatever. Uh, I think our our highest is like 2200 segments. Um, but as long as we get 2k, that's all I care about. Like, I'm not, I'm not here to like post like screenshots about other shit, like whatever feeds our, uh, our boss rushes. That's all. I, that's what I'm for. So a lot but of, yeah, our big thing is we're just, we're just too idle. A lot of groups just don't even take around. a tank and they just want an extra DD so they can wash over the mobs and clear them more. And that certainly can work. But I find that when there's all these DDs running all over the place, and especially for me, when I might have a couple plug people there. You need someone to direct traffic like you're experiencing there. Yeah. And on Rune, if I'm trying to do all the DD I can do while also tanking, controlling, and I'm not spamming hate, I just try to get initial hate and go to town. So maybe something runs away at the end, or, you know, that happens. But having that ability to direct traffic, like if I'm on, I'm Blue Mage, it'd be fine, but it wouldn't be as effective, I think, unless we're doing Cruel Joke. But if I don't have someone to pull for me for Cruel Joke or myself, or I'm getting mom like it changes things up. Like blue is absolutely great. I've I've talked at length about how blue is great in Shoal with cruel joke and everything. You know mm-hmm. as well. But in this case, for like like the strategy has to mesh with things too. So if you're doing full DDs and no tank, the blue struggles to fit in because unless they're now doing less DDing to sleep and cruel joke, and that probably might even be optimal in that setting. Like the blue is not directing traffic in this, and they need someone to work with who's not yeah. there to work with them now. I mean, they, they, they have to like support people and if you don't need someone to heal you because you have a white mage with nothing but DDs you don't need someone to heal you and you're not buffing like like blue kind of gets marginalized kind of like why people don't want to bring it but it's still great because most runs stout for a tank so it should have no problem working <laughs> most of these pug runs so neither here nor there yeah I really I, I would like to move away from using a tank honestly 
Um, but it's just based on the people who play certain jobs. Like that's just how it's going to have to be for us, honestly. And um, but it's yeah, not too bad if I can give that person specific instructions to go pull doomable mobs and go with the blue mage, who's like the next person on the list who's probably going to not do as well, right? Uh, he spends a lot of time idle also. So our blue mage and our paladin go out and they just deal with the doom stuff while we just go through and we just sweep through and fight things. And it works out nicely because I can direct the traffic when we go to fight things and I can still grab chests because I'm usually on scholar. So now that's so, great because the paladin's role is well established with the blue mage yes. and it can maximize the efficiency of both of them right there. You can kill three all families while, you know, something else going on. And also it depends on how things are lined up. There might be no good families lined up for you to do that and you just waste yeah. time. Well, which, is, which happens with nothing but dds i find that no one's directing traffic and people get overzealous they go out on their own yeah. the white mages and in range people die and then there goes all the extra points on that so i like directing traffic still as a rune even though i don't have to but the downtime's eliminated when i run all over the place because if i pull on like dragoon the white mage now has to stop what they're doing when everyone's getting hit and pay attention to me because i have like sarama hitting me or something while i'm running back to them Oh, we don't even we just we don't even fight Sarama with a with the tank present. Like they're always off doing stuff. Oh no, we just we just kill it. Oh, with, oh uh, I thought you meant you don't fight it in general. That's what I was Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We fight it. We absolutely fight it. Yeah, we fight every fetter and every every spawner. I've been trying to cap Moogle Mastery. So actually I'm one more Shadow kill away from getting fourteen out of fifteen in Shulsi now. I need I want to cap Moogle Mastery also, and I need to go back to A and C and actually do that. I need to put in some of the criteria that's on JP Wiki that sounds plausible. So for Shul C, obviously at the open orm chest and stuff, which you will, it's, it will it'll happen. Um, but yeah. you have to kill each NM there nine times. JP Wiki says, which seems plausible because I've yeah. killed was like fifty times and I'm still at thirteen. I just don't want to fight the shit that has invincible and perfect dodge. To be totally honest, the worst part about Shadu the Chimera in this case is the Torbillion can kill someone who's like not in DT, like the Bard will get one-shotted. Yeah. Otherwise, you can kill it really quick. It's not squishy, but it can definitely pack some. Well, you just yeah. do it on floor one, then you fight everything else normally. So over time, constantly doing Shul C, you got to do nine Turtles on floor one, nine Shedus on floor one. It's mostly up. it's mostly like the waste of time that it is. Because like our, our, our... Maybe a minute. Core will switch to like range damage, fighting the fighting the Chimera, that's fine. But if we fight something that ends up with invincible, like the uh, like the Hydra or something, it's just a waste of time. Like the Corsair will be able to use like like our, our guy will usually use the shots to get a leaden salute off. But if that leaden salute doesn't kill it, and now he's down his shot timers, like there's really nothing we can do until it decides to wear off. They so, have like, very specific um, SDT factors in there. I've put uh, the turtle and the dragon, uh, the the wiver, the Fafnir on the wiki now. Because that was on the JP Twitter that does all those STT values. And they have very specific resistances that need to be looked at. Like for something like the Hydra, you really would want to have less is more in this case. Have like two people skill chain kill it, depending on, because some of them have like minus 62.5% to magic damage. That's not that effective. But just less is more there and have other people leave. But then it becomes kind of, kind of a problem. But it's just, I want to kill them. I may get a thousand less points that run, but I have so many points now. I want to just cap Google Mastery for C and kind of just start dinking around in A and B and cap them because why not? And that's actually kind of easy for us to do to be able to like step back and do that because the again the Paladin and the Blue are off doing their thing, so like we typically only have to worry about whether or not the Bard's going to interrupt the skill chain uh, because like between Warrior and Core we can basically set up whatever. So like we can do that. 
I, I'm just, I just really don't want to deal with like a botched invincible or a botched perfect dodge. It's just an extra minute or a minute and a half, depending on what you're doing. Uh, I mean, you have so many points. And I mean, your, your group actually doesn't, but I have so many points now that I'm at the point where I kind of want to change it up a little bit and like, well, let's cat will go mastery for no reason. Why not? Yeah, we burn a lot of amplifiers. That's, that's our thing. Like we amplifier like everything all the time. And uh, with us going back and forth between a farm run and then bosses and then farm run and then bosses, uh, it definitely, we're, we're almost always at a, a loss for points, except for the people who, when we took our break over like um, the, the holidays and New Year, uh, they actually have like 100k points on them right now because they, they actually like got off their ass and did stuff. So that would be like Norcris and Abject have points. So you know what's more interesting, the points, Fox, that's been uh, the buzz Literally of the anything town. else? Well, <laughs> yes, the buzz of the town. Uh, has been the discussion about the new Mog Wardrobe. Uh, I actually haven't heard much about that discussion. Like, I just heard that it's going to occur, and I'm really sad because I, I don't believe... Well, we don't know it's going it. to occur, actually. Oh, really? We're reading the tea leaves oh. on this. Yeah, so I don't even have the information on this anyway. So I linked you the one thing, the, the link to Thorny there in Auction House in the Dev Tracker thread, page 244 at the bottom, where apparently there was a change to the DATS where they've added more Mog Wardrobes to the DATS, so everyone's like, oh, it's coming, it's it's absolutely 100% coming, oh. it's in the DATS now. So that's people have taken out and fucking run wild so with it. So this is why I've heard those things. Yes, this okay. is where it started, as far as I know, and everyone's going fucking... I saw the other day on Sura, obviously, people we, yelling... We should expect this to show up anyway, even if it's not going to roll out, because they were at least trying to... Uh, they were yes. at least trying to implement it over these years. Like we, we This is to be expected. Yes. Uh, yeah, it's expected that we don't know nothing about it besides the fact that it could possibly happen. And we don't know how they're implementing it. We don't know if there's any other system around it. We don't know because they've said in the past that the load times increase too much to really make them comfortable or anyone else happy by adding more inventory. It just takes too long to load. And I don't disagree because right now it takes a long time to load when you zone, frankly. And they didn't want to do oh, yeah. it. So they said they were going to have, to my best recollection, without pulling up all the not not doing the research of pulling up all the old posts, but they said they wanted to have some different system from just adding Mog wardrobes that was job-specific sort of thing. Uh, you know, I don't know. Everyone speculated what that could mean. But they didn't say... They were they, 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 like, pretty explicit they didn't want to just add wardrobes. So now everyone's kind of like, oh, they must have given up and they're just going to give it to us anyway. You know, that kind of... No. The typical logic that you see. So people running wild. I saw people yelling that there's a new expansion coming. For the, for the anniversary, and they're going to add wardrobes and everything. Like, people are just going wild, <laughs> making shit up right now. New expansion? Yeah, new expansion. There's going to be so much new content. It's like... They don't have the tools to make us a new expansion. The last time they made uh, Adeline, they, like, contracted out a company to help them make that. So it's not like they have, yeah. like, oh, it's a secret expansion they've been working on, those PS2 dev kits that are barely functional. Yeah, and we'd probably have seen a leak from that anyway, if that was the case. Yeah, they would have teased something. Because we're so close. What is it? Two months away? Yeah. Yeah. I guess we'll figure out what it is. It'd be so funny if uh, they spent all this time trying to prepare for whatever it is that they're trying to release. That they're still so backlogged that they can't release it on time. I wouldn't and, blame them. And that we miss it by it, like a month. It doesn't have to be at the exact date. If it, like They said that they were going to have plus three uh, done this year. But they also said that they wanted to have it done last year too. So we yeah. don't... for Plus three for Imperium, by the way, for armor. It's not so it's clear i have a feeling people are gonna be kind of underwhelmed by the plus three imperium well if you're and someone like errol everything's underwhelming and this is the worst game ever i'm just gonna post every update sucks 
Well, I mean, I've even heard my group chattering about the, uh, the there are speculations on like plus three Imperian, right? And like they're talking about it being like equivalent to like Niami and like Sakpata gear and stuff uh, like that. I don't that. know about that. And I'm like, no, look, look at the increases from artifact to like plus two and plus three and then also from relic plus two plus three it's not about it being like a clearly superior set of gear to what you're currently wearing it's about being good for what those pieces are used for in their slots so like you're going to get stuff like the the bq cyclist plus two and plus three that's going to be absolutely absurd for impetus right just having more accuracy in defense and magic evasion makes it ridiculous that's all it needs exactly but you're not going to see it replace like normal TP bodies most likely because it, it doesn't did. have the stuff you care about. Yeah, it's only for that. And I think people are going to be like kind of let down. They're like, oh, it's only macro swap pieces. But that's really what all of your artifact and relic and Imperian gear is. And maybe I'm a little too harsh. Maybe when level 85, 90 was the cap, the level 87, 989 body, whatever it is. Maybe that was the absolute best TP piece in the game and everything was great. But at 99, it was it was something you still swapped out to back then. Yeah. And I only use that as an example. It's like most jobs are going to find that that's going to be the case. Thief body is going to be really good. One, because they're fixing it. And two, because... Because they're fixing it? Yeah. Because it'll function properly. That was mentioned last episode, right? That it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or the update episode. That's so fun. Holler at your boy. I just want a piece of gear that works. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's start with fucking working. I would really love an amazing store TP plus ridiculous proportions body on Thief, but it has to work first. See, I don't want, like, amazingly ridiculous gear anyway. Like, I just want stuff that augments the things I have so I can brew around it. Or, if they want to give us amazingly ridiculous gear, I want content that I can actually use it on. Like, this V20 stuff, yeah, technically, this is stuff we need this gear on. But a lot of it just comes down to the random bullshit that's in the fight, not necessarily the gear requirements. Like, if they decide to give you the attack down aura, like, your V20 fight's probably hosed. Or if they decide to give you, like, magic act down in some of these fights, it's probably hosed. Probably. Or, you know, but but this isn't something that requires these, like, hard stat increases that we have because, like, we're surviving it anyway. Like, we almost just tanked through, like, Marmor, the, the Marmor Krebs ad without even, like, crowd controlling it. We just, like, sat there in DT and let it hit us. It and that's not... just a matter of knowing mechanics because what you yeah. did is you applied attack down and bio to the crab and it didn't hurt anyone. Yeah, exactly. But the, uh, the, the, the problem is is that we're still too strong for the V20 stuff. We're, we just may not be approaching the V20 stuff properly. That's what's great, too, that's is, is it's more about how you approach things now rather than being too strong. And that makes people seem really weak when they're not. Yeah, that's true. I just want to see, like, if they make us any stronger than this, I want to see content that actually requires these statistics. Of course, that would also invalidate gear before that, which everyone usually throws a bitch fit about. But... You know, it just is what it is. Like, if you either have to become stronger or you don't, or to justify gear being stronger than it is, or just keep the gear the same and put out content that actually challenges you tactically. I just want to be able to hold more things that are important to my jobs, like carrying the evasion parry plus cape on thief and stuff like that. <laughs> my cure cape on rune fencer for healing breeze. That, that kind of. Please, please give me back the inventory for my capes. Yeah, I have. And they're all really important. You want to be able to heal on a rune fencer. It doesn't it gets almost no cure potency gear. So you want to be able to apply the job in different ways that really can change the outcome of the battle. So I don't want to pay an extra two dollars for every wardrobe. In fact, I will not. So I am closing in on 160 capes now. Please give me somewhere to put them. 160 capes. I have so many capes, dude. They can't and I'm starting to realize this is the problem, though. 
like I'm starting to realize that the, the capes are actually choking my inventory to death. And like, as I was recently trying to like mule jobs over that I don't play much anymore. Like I was trying to mule dark Knight over to my mule. I tried to send Dragoon to my mule. Capes. Yeah, I can't send the capes. And you have like two when, whole wardrobes of capes. Hmm. If they added two whole wardrobes, you will have just gained nothing. Cause you have nothing but capes in them because of my gear overlap. When I tried to mule Dragoon, the only thing that I ended up actually sending to that mule was the glass blower belt. <laughs> Why do you even have that belt? Because I just have things like that. And it's going to stay on that mule, but I realized that I didn't actually mule Dragoon at all. I just now no longer have a, a glass blower belt. You don't need that belt. I, I know. It's breath plus 10. I, I get it. But like, the, the I, head I, alone, I think even the plus I, I know. 2 head alone. I, I, I'm aware. I just still had it because it was something. It was an option, right? <laughs> it's not a good option, but it was there. So, like, I sent that over, and then I realized I could send it literally nothing else. So, I'm like, well, I guess I can't ever mule Dragoon, because it's the thing that's taking yeah. up the most inventory I would like to move is my capes. I think, honestly, if they manage the capes from Ambuscade, which I don't know if they could, based on how they implemented them with all those fucking augments, if they were static items, it'd be no problem. Like, if you had a bunch of paths for a static item for the same result, I mean, it wouldn't be the same result. You wouldn't be able to, like, change your dexterity. Some items would need to be. I have, like, a couple items that the I split HP and stats and stuff, like, for Rune Fencer between the capes and not just all one item. So, I mean, other than that, they could have given you static items for most of these things. I mean, there's a lot of augments, so it's kind of hard to say. But, like, a store TP 10 or double attack 10 back, those are all the same pretty much in every job. It's just whether you pick dex or strength for your back, which it just, in my opinion, should be dex, but hey. Or give us the ability to make the one cape that rules them all. That would be fine. Just keep upgrading it until it's, like, completely maxed out. I mean, no, uh, the plus negative enmity thing would be kind of weird, but like everything else would work. Yeah, it would just be the most absurd cape ever. It would have like two, pa three pages of text, weapon skill damage and double attack. Woo! Yeah, and inadvertently be the most broken piece of plus gear ever. Plus thirty possessed. to all stats. <laughs> plus thirty all stats on the cape. It's so dumb. I mean, frankly, if the result is you needing to have a million items, and you can, I mean, the only problem is now you're adding special stats like dual wield. DT, MDT, PDT. So, like, maybe you could just, if they could condense some of those things down so you have less capes, I think that would be fine. Like, being able to add two of a category and then you could get away to half your capes or something, I guess. But otherwise, those capes are the problem, frankly. Yeah, dude. Like, on Beastmaster, for example, I have 14 capes on that job. That's a bit excessive, but I bet one's a counter cape. And one of them is a counter cape. You're correct. <laughs> Do you, a you know cape? how often I use that cape? Never, but I like <laughs> to have it. Uh, I never use it. Well, maybe one day. I, I bet there's something you could count around Beastmaster and be happy about. Look, I've used those strats before to do hilarious one-off things, but it doesn't mean that I like shoehorn it into every decision that gets made. Like If I need counter stuff, I'll just get a monk in the party. I don't need to do it on Beast. Monk will do it better. But you want to be all the beasts you can be. That's true. You get a lot of counter on Beast, like on Blue Mage. It's kind of nice to apply it. Yeah, I can cap it. Frankly, I can actually I can actually cap counter on Beastmaster easier than I cap counter on Monk without counter stance. Frankly, with how Engai goes, um, and Blue having hate in that fight, I think honestly working in Orcish counter stance would be beneficial. If you could counter the attacks. You can't counter other JAs, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah fuck. That sucks. Yeah. You know, that really they're, sucks. they're also considered JAs from the Crab, too, as well as the Mata Mata. You Mata can carry Mata. those, but you can't fucking counter yep. them. It's so stupid. But the cool thing is, is that all the other mobs, and this is why my group got these mobs out of the way first, all the other mobs, they can be countered, and they can be parried and dealt with, because their attacks are just normal auto attacks. I didn't even think about how their JAs can't counter. That's stupid. Yeah. 
See, I always get an idea and, I'm, and then it's like, oh, wait, that doesn't work. Otherwise, I would have just had the warrior stay on the top of the hate list and have the monk tank the, uh, the, the crab with counters and treat it like it's the Sealed Fate Master Trial. So to close out this wardrobe thing, essentially everyone thinks wardrobes are coming because in the DATS for the yeah. NA client, it goes up to wardrobe 5 and 6. But in the JP client now, it goes up to wardrobe 7 8. Ooh. So they're, they're you know, clearly it's coming because clearly or, it's... Or they're know, just going to give them more wardrobes than us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck you guys specifically. Could you imagine paying an extra two dollars for wardrobe five, six, seven, eight? I mean, that's I will. another extra eight dollars a month for this game. That's ridiculous. Yep. And I'll I'll do it because my group needs me to have the jobs I have. Your group better start paying you for these wardrobes. <laughs> well, my group needs me to have the jobs that I have because I say the group needs me to have the jobs that I have. So it's not necessarily that they're clamoring for my for my uh, my extra jobs or whatever. I just like having the flexibility between fights. You know, Fox? I don't know. I what forgot. if it gets me to, to switch jobs faster? Like, I would just like to switch jobs faster so people don't have to fucking wait on me. Half my problem is the fucking capes might change jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't want to use the, the, the packet insertion stuff to do it either. Like, I don't, I don't oh, want to yeah, use... Oh, like, yeah, I don't want to use uh, wardrobe help or whatever it's called. Um, yeah, as, like, they're, they're, uh, like, I don't know packer. Yeah, Porter Packer. Like, I don't consider that cheating because you're not actively like doing content when you're doing that part. It's just it gets real sketchy with the crackdown that they had on uh, people like inserting packets into. Yeah, I don't uh, want to insert dynamic stuff for, for for stuff that I can do myself. Yeah, I would rather just 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 do it myself. Exactly. That's why I've organized my inventory such a way. I've been actually slimming down on my inventory while picking up items because I'm focusing intently on how much do I really lose by getting rid of this item. It's really not that big. I just don't want to make so many sacrifices along that logic because that makes sense, right? Like if if you're only losing like 200 DPS to to do something like that, 200 DPS isn't actually that big. It looks like a much bigger number. So you still have you still have enough to like talk about the people who wanted more enough talk, you know? Because I saw that feedback from before. You have to identify what's enough. Like you don't need to do shit tons of damage. Like if you lose like 200 DPS, but you still clear the fight just fine, like have you really lost anything except for the inventory that you've gained? So for a job like Blue Mage, you have to, like, in my opinion, people need to take jobs that they take absolutely seriously and specialize in. And this job has all the gear I could possibly want for any situation. I really, really want this job to be geared out to the, the fucking nine. So a job like that, yeah. And then you take a job like, I don't know, another DD. Monk. Warrior, monk. And you don't. Monk's a good example of, of yeah. shit you don't need. Yeah, like. Unless there's a specific situation where you need to pick up like a whole counter set because you really plan on applying it to something and you can always move that gear just for that instance or something. You don't need to pick up every little piece of gear and some you can compromise on. You'll still win the fight. You'll still do a lot of damage and you need to decide, uh, do I need Monk for a specific reason or am I just trying to be the guy on every job and want every piece of gear? And this, <laughs> you know, you want to have certain jobs you specialize in where. Unless the strategy calls for something else, I specialize in this couple jobs. Like Fox might be the monk; he has all the monk stuff. I might have a monk that can be switched around and be used and successfully win these tier three fights with. But it's not as good as his monk, but it's the successful monk. I don't need to carry an extra ten items and do that across your jobs and pick which ones you really want to be special with. Like for summoner, maybe you don't want to be a ridiculous summoner, and you don't have to be for most of the fights you take summoner to. Yeah. I've kind of started to come to terms with that too. 
Like I have no ambition to ever get a Nirvana, for example. Yeah, I wouldn't. Like either. I know that I very rarely will be on Summoner, but when I do, I'm glad I can do the things that I that are base expected of me. Like, but being able to buff and stuff like that. I think it's like, the table checklist. I, I, yeah, I even have a strong flaming crush for not having a, a Nirvana. Like I'm basically as good as it gets without having a Nirvana, and it's been fine. Um, cool with not having that piece of gear that I can that I can't mule like the rest of my summoner gear. Like Nirvana is literally inventory minus one for me because I think Summoner is have... a perfect example because like if it's Black Mage, I'm sorry to cut you off too. Like you want Cat oh, to do fun stuff, and then but if it's Summoner, you're not doing that fun stuff, and you want to be successful. So Summoner is perfect to do that. Yeah, you take that. Yeah, yeah, and I mean even on Black Mage, like Cat is still kind of wasteful to be honest. Like you, you can build a great occult acumen set without having it, and be just fine. Probably carry less pieces. Yeah, I uh, could. Yeah, what I like Cadvanga for is it makes the um, the occult acumen set more reasonable to use the artifact body in. And I know that people will jump down my throat for saying that because they're like, "Well, your MP returns are always better when you use the artifact body." Yeah, if you look at the fight over the course of like casting through the entire fight, right? But if you're using it as like a one shot to make sure you get as much TP back as possible or, or as much MP back as possible from a Merker, so you're just using that one nuke to power a Merker, then you probably don't care about the artifact body. Why would you? Because, you're about to get your MP back to full. Yeah, you're basically just going to put your MP back to full anyway. Exactly. So uh, what I really like Kevaga for is that it allows me to do these like really gross hybrid melee black mage strats where like I'm not really meleeing, but I'm treating black mage like it's a melee because I can do like. like Thunder, not lose any MP whatsoever, right? Do a weapon skill. Blizzard, not lose any MP whatsoever. Do a weapon skill. Fire, do a weapon skill. And so forth and so on. And I'm not necessarily doing it for damage, but I'm doing it to set up everyone else's damage around me. And then when the magic burst eventually happens, because it's a skill chain at this point, I've opened the skill chain, so now I have plenty of time to do multiple bursts on the cloak. And that's what I care about Catvanga for. Now those bursts are going to be weaker because I still have a Catvanga equipped, or I could swap it out and lose TP and whatever and do it that way. But to be honest, I just take like the lesser nukes. And like unless you're fighting something like Ongo, like what are you really using Black Mage for other than just having fun? So I like to just have fun with the job. Yeah. Yeah. And it's weird too. Like I always feel bad like explaining that sort of thing because like you should still play a video game for fun. But within the same breaths, like I always talk about like trying to make people better at the game. And then I, I will usually also suggest ways that you can actively be worse at the game. And it's a matter of like whether wow. or not being that much worse matters. Like when we talk about like making a downgrade to save inventory, right? But now you're suddenly like 200 DPS lower. Like we are technically telling the person to be worse at the game, but you really have to factor in how it matters to like you have to figure out like does it really matter that that you're slightly less good than what people think is optimal and that that's really the conversation that's taking place rather than just like trying to tell people that they're bad because x reason you know so that's one way to look at it and you're not wrong and i agree with you however when we tell people however be, however but uh i like you but um so part of being better at your job most people that need that advice are coming from a base standpoint of not being good enough at their job, that other people are carrying their weight in a capacity instead of you being an equal or superior contributor to the team's success. It's true. So, so yes. So by you doing those things and specializing, you 
can help carry the team in another way, but honestly, the team itself shouldn't need to have someone trying harder outside of like specific scenarios, T3 strategies. Like in general, the team should be applying equal levels of effort. Like when I have two different DDs or different cores and bars I'm invited, and I see that there's a big variance in how they're performing, that's what the uh, helping people get better, doing your job, and, and improving yourself is. And then when you get to a certain point of knowing, because a lot of times it's also mechanical mistakes of using the wrong weapon skill, not skill chaining, you know, not optimizing DT gear sets that you have all the gear to optimize with, you're just not applying the gear properly, those kinds of things. Uh, countering that allows you to then go back and go, okay, I'm operating at an intelligent, efficient level. I know what I'm doing. I can go back now and then I can clean my inventory up. I can condense things down. I won't have as much problems. It's easier to change jobs. So it's contradictory, yes. However, you have to be at a certain point to be able to, you have to go forwards to go backwards is what I'm getting at. Yeah, exactly. I just think that that, I don't know, maybe I'm just being too critical of our process, um, but I just think that like people looking at it would see like one thing and not realize like what, what it is we're actually trying to advocate for. Well, I mean, there's so many things in this game that it depends on the situation that we advocate for. Not everything yeah. lines up with what we advocate for in every situation. It's just the basic way of, you know, shit situational. Oh, yeah, it's true. It's true. Like, I don't care about the criticism itself. Like, that's that's nice. What I, what you don't I want to be a hypocrite. Is, well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, well, I'm not. But yeah, <laughs> I, it, it, it's very important not to be a hypocrite. That is definitely true. And um, being able to identify ways to make it so that your information is incentivizing people to digest it is is what i care about like i don't want to spin my wheels on a process just for people to think that i'm just like now arguing a different point to like something they just made before or whatever like uh, i i wish i had a better way of articulating it but like basically I, I don't want i don't want to put forth the effort of trying to explain why people or, or not why but how people can be better at the game just to have them be like, well, but I'm not better. This is technically a decrease to what I'm doing because in one specific situation, it could technically. I think like, I don't, I don't want be... people to. I don't want people to take the idea of like my my advocacy for Cat Vonga on Black Mage, for example. Like I I don't want people to like take that and be like, oh, Black Mage, uh, Fox knows what he's doing because he has numbers and he does numbers. So when he does Cat Vonga, it clearly is supposed to be good because I don't want to be that kind of FFX IH poster, you know? <laughs> like, I don't want to be that guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you why you should use these things in the context of why you should be using them, not because they're necessarily good. So I just kind of want to make that point because we, 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 do, we do sometimes... I'm, I'm more less of a free spirit. Yeah. I'm more of the free spirit in this case. You back up what you're doing with more logic and reason. I back up with, eh, that might work. Yeah. I'm I'm much more haphazard in, in how I approach things. And I just really want people to know why they're doing the things that they're doing because people don't ask why enough. So, like, giving people the why and forcing it down their throat is, like, one of the things that I do that I probably shouldn't do, but well, I sometimes I think it gets lost. I, I think it's kind of like a, a kid at the table that won't eat their dinner, you know? Yeah, you're gonna need that. Grow big and strong. Yeah, eat vegetables. Uh, otherwise, you know. No. <laughs> but yeah, like when we eventually have a black mage episode, like I'm gonna say all this stuff on there that I know that people are gonna be like, but but mathematically that's wrong. Well, and it might be. Well, <laughs> think about it content. this way: this is the fucking community with Ongo because auctionhouse.com oh, is essentially yeah. the only place 
where real discussion can happen. This is the fucking community that didn't think to put Quamper Necklace in their set. I'll even play Black Mage, and the first thing I would do is put fucking Quamper Necklace in there because it's affinity, and we talk about... <laughs> What's weird is that when you were reading that, you could have tabbed over to my Black Mage Lou and saw that it was already in the set. Yeah. Which like, is the hilarious part. Honestly, do you really think the extra MAB for a ratio that's barely changing compared to all the MAB you fucking have is yeah. really going to increase your damage more than affinity? Come on. The same reason we stack it for, for Laden Salute and all these things and go nuts over this and Orpheus said, oh, it's the same fucking it's, logic. Apply the same logic. It's like the people who stack too much magic accuracy because they just want to make sure. I want to make sure I hit that's, 100%. That's the big thing. Yeah, you'll see people nuking in like the uh, the, the 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 black mage stole plus two or whatever, and it's like, well, you you just don't need to nuke in that. I know you're capping magic burst damage one because you're a black mage. Like you do that accidentally. So like, do you really need the extra magic burst accuracy and and accuracy for magic on there? Like, are you making sacrifices in other places in your set to make that worthwhile? Like that that neck is great, but you have to know like where your act cap is. Ango being Earth you know? was the greatest gift in terms of what other affinity do you have in this game you can apply like that outside of like weather bonuses? There's nothing else like you have darkness. There's yeah, you there's, have light there's, and and you have Earth, and you have technically have wind, but it's not a black mage thing. Yeah, well, that's not true. The Marin staff mage right? thing because yeah, I was actually talking about the uh, the dagger from Garuda for Aeolian Edge. I was thinking, isn't but, there a really 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 old caper hairpin that has affinity yeah. on it? But yeah, you have Marin Staff for, for that. So that's how I, I'd actually like well. to see more fire. I, I would really like more fire affinity options. There's no affinity for all these things that have not introduced to the game. Otherwise, outside of like giving you a, a weather on or something, but it's still an affinity. So I mean, there's like they haven't added these things to the game. Yeah. Disproportionately, it's been a good darkness. space. They have a really nice design space there for Black Mage, too. Mm hmm. I think honestly, they want to fix Black Mage, add more affinity shit. Specialize it, yeah. <laughs> Which is really the problem with Black Mage. Black Mage needs to be specialized, damn it. So yeah, I, I agree completely. And that's actually how they designed Black Mage, because originally, I think, is it still this way? Like, Because they changed Category 2 merits. I, I haven't looked at Black Mage's merits in fucking a decade. Uh, you would pick Lightning Potency, Earth Potency, in your Category 1. So they still had it specialized to certain types of damages, mm -hmm. and you change your merits all the time on Black Mage. It's the same you concept. Do. And Black Mage is also one of the few jobs that is like um, the Ninjutsu Elemental Wheel, where if you actually use the Ancient Magic properly... You can you can adjust uh, the mob's uh, resistances in a way that is unresistible. Hundred percent. You you never see anyone use those ancient magics for that. Though. I was looking yeah. at them when I was in Black Mage there on Dynamis, and I'm like, hmm, you know, being underskilled and undercapped, I really could take advantage of these ancient magics because I'm getting resisted on fucking burn. Yeah, and and I mean, it doesn't add a lot, but it stacks up with everything else that could be surrounding. I think Black Mage has a lot of pieces of special utility items, like the feet for elemental stuff, uh, for elemental debuffs. Yeah, it's stuff. It's just stuff. stuff. It's just yeah. stuff. Elemental the stuff. stuff. Yeah, Black Mage <laughs> does stuff. That's the problem. It's not people good are, stuff. People are so damn worried about the resist wall, but they don't do all the other things you can do to improve your damage that surround the resist Correct. wall. Correct. Like, if you had to tie too many things for Black Mage into, like, you have to understand where your ints at, where your MA, well, if you really want to optimize it, you don't have to understand in general where those things are, but there's other pieces that come together, whether it's your affinity and the neck people apparently forgot fucking exists. I mean, maybe it's because yeah. I cast in Tomb, I know it exists a lot. Maybe that's why I'm obsessed with knowing it exists. But, like, there's a lot of extra parts there, gear-wise, not just using EA plus one like everyone's been advocating for the past forever, that they're finding out that there's, you know, Black Mage has more gear sets and optimizations and particulars that come into play to make it 
work a lot better than than people are getting results with that are subpar compared to them. Yeah. I mean, just just accepting Agwu, honestly, because one of the main things uh, that I had been pointing out recently, and I actually made a post in our discord about it, um, relating uh, black mage using magic damage and trying to relate it to how melees look at their physical damage. And it's absolutely insane not to try to cap your recast on uh, on black mage. Yeah, you should should absolutely be doing that. Yeah. If you can if you can cap your recast on something like your jaw spells and you're using the um, the Empyrean legs, you have a free plus 25 percent damage uh, damage bonus that applies the exact same way that that like as as far as like in terms of the formula, it it applies the exact same way as like that R15 stat that everyone always checks for uh, for your Remas, like except it's better. It just straight up does more damage. You know, I. Now that we're uh, against an actual, I think people took for granted too much that magic uh, bursting gave you so much more accuracy to everything that they took it for granted. True. And they built sets along that logic of like pure glass cannon black mage and then don't understand why it fails suddenly because now we're looking at actually needing magic accuracy like you used to always need on black mage and not just this pure Ea plus one set. Where I look at Aguslops as a guy who has not looked at Black Mage sets, has not played the job. I look at Aguslops right away and I go, wow, that looks like an amazing piece to use. Fast cast, magic burst, accuracy. Just because I have less int doesn't mean that I can't adjust a set overall to be more efficient for the target I'm approaching. Like people seem like they're constructing these sets like they're approaching an apex mob. Like, like it's yeah. like they put like Tojal in the spreadsheet and they're just like, oh man, hope I can really max DPS against this Delve mob as my, my standard, which people still do. Yeah, it's because most most people like haven't really looked at the particulars of the magic side of damage and fights. Like a lot of people just don't even know how to approach magic accuracy besides all or nothing. It's the concept it's of enough. The same way you find enough accuracy for a DD is the same way you do for black mage. Just it takes more yep. work and you can't parse it. So everyone just goes, fuck it. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess you can't parse it without um, having yeah. a very, very complicated calculation going on in the background. You're going to use K-Parser to see how many times you got resisted and, and look at, you know, not just, you can't just use Scarboard for this. Well, you, you'd have to know, you'd have to know in advance what your max damage capacity is, right? So you'd have to know what a max damage nuke would look like. And then you would have to, you'd have to compare it to all of like your different tiers of resists um, throughout the parse. So like. You would have to have the parse capture every single one of those nukes tied to an elemental magic. Well, I think you don't even have to know your max nuke damage because as the more you nuke the same sort of tiers and elements as you would in a certain fight you're applying it to generally, you would see in in like K-Parser if you're running in the background because it's important. So like once you know the baseline, like people figure out with Ongo, now that we know the baseline, everyone can copy it. They don't have to know shit. They just copy it and they'll have success. But like you wouldn't need to know your max damage. You would just see... I'm consistently nuking in my set for this much. That's my max capacity in the gear I'm casting. Anything less, it's it's a standard deviation of uh, whether it's one eighth, one fourth, one half, whatever mm-hmm. the. But you'll see. You don't even know your max damage. You don't do any calculations. You just see how much you're hitting for. And it's like in the blue mage thread when everyone goes, "Oh, what's the best set for nuking?" And someone literally goes in the thread. The past few years, this happens when a new piece like the Unity cloak comes out. And they put on their gear, they go and cast against something, they change their gear, they cast the same fucking thing, and they go, wow, I did more damage with this. Use this set. Same thing for Black Mage, pure trial and error. You can't just be like, there's a lot of trial and error people don't want to do with Black Mage. It's true. And uh, it's, it's something that I see happen over and over and over again. Too much work to like, be Black and the, and the thing is, is like a lot of times these people who like play Black Mage, they, they know that 
outside of the scenarios where you're like buff to the teeth, like it really does feel underwhelming. Like I went to I, I went to Omen as Black Mage the other night, like I was saying at the beginning of the podcast. And when I was like nuking stuff, yeah, I could hit the 15k. Yeah, I could hit the 30k, but it never came up. Um, <laughs> shit, I almost hit the uh, 30k weapon skill damage, and then um, I almost hit the 2k auto attack on Black Mage. But you have to try so much harder to do that shit. I wouldn't think Black Mage is the job to do the 2k auto attack with, but it's the same as... Well, like... out of a Paladin, a White Mage, and a Black Mage, mm. since I happened to have my Claustrum on me, it was the only choice. So, but, not so saying it's good. When I talked earlier can. about applying Blue Mage, same situation and how it can be subpar to apply other jobs like Thief or, or Blue Mage or even Beastmaster. Uh, the same way those can be subpar in the way they're applied, the same thing goes for Black Mage and that people think the group has to be built around it. It's just the strategy and how you're applying the job has to fit. The same reason you take other jobs is the same reason you would take you know, this job or that job. It's the same application to these other jobs that people don't care about that are underwhelming. They work, and we know they work, and everyone just kind of accepts like, hey, if someone's strong enough, they'll carry me. But it's really not about being carried because you're too strong. It's about how you're applying it to the setup and the, and the group. So yeah, in your, in your case, you didn't have anyone to do 2k auto attack is the problem. But in general... Like when you were doing that unity fight on Black Mage with Abject or whatever against the Morbold, and it was much better. That's how that oh, job yeah. was successfully being applied in a more optimal manner. It's not that the job is subpar. It's that the same way we want to apply TP burning and everything is the mm -hmm. only way we're doing it. It will never fit that mold. So unless the monster like Ango comes up where you can apply it more optimally because you're forced to, um, it's not even gimmicks this time. You're just forced to based on what damage you can deal to it. You know, suddenly it becomes like the greatest thing in the world and it's like there's plenty of tier ones and twos you can take a black mage too successfully oh. i bet you especially for uh gogmagog i think you resist magic too but i get you you could use black mage in that fight just as effectively as like if you're doing a times three farm uh and well if true DD. flight was if true flight was doing good then yeah. black mage can do good I'll yeah true flight was doing better than the dds as an unbuffed mm -hmm. ranger versus unbuffed dds doing a times three farm without having other jobs to do like there's no geo that kind of stuff going on so yeah. unbuffed jobs so if the same buffs are there then a black mage should be able to excel in the same way same way i'm making my puppet master excel in certain fights like gigalorum or any other blunt fight i'm taking it to because, yeah you just treat it like a monk yeah i'm treating it like a monk and it's not in the strategy people are posting they all just take a monk but there's no reason i'm not equally as successful uh since i've actually cared about gearing my puppet master up to a certain level I, I haven't absolutely maxed it out ridiculously but i've thought about it enough that i'm applying it successfully as anyone else might and it's no different there where i can take it and be successful you should have seen our uh our, our multiple magic burst setup in the omen it, it was pretty funny okay. so like i had uh i had abject opening uh burning blade and then i would tier five nuke something nearby and <laughs> to get tp and then i would close with a uh, heavy swing for fusion and then table was bursting dia on that bursting dia what for magic burst? yeah for, for for the for the multiple magic bursts because even if i even if i had locked my gear and stuff i would have murdered the mob being on black mage so i actually couldn't do any of the multiple bursts and we had to just sit there and burst dia with the jankiest looking skill chain ever Flash and dia yeah man that's special yeah it was great i would have just conceded and not gotten that magic burst oh we did magic burst and it was great <laughs> I was like nuking fodder and instantly getting TP and just using using heavy swing. Heavy swing. People use that weapon skill sometimes. Yeah, man. Have you optimized your heavy swing set? Fuck no. It's in my other weapon skill category in that Lua. <laughs> 
at least you have one. I don't. If I don't have it in my rules, I just don't do any gear for it. It just doesn't going, swap gear. Yeah, this is not gear. Yeah, I don't, I, it's not important enough like, for me. Ugh. If it's important enough, I will think about it for a second, add a rule, and use a set. To be fair, that's probably just fine anyway, man. Like you don't yeah. need a set for fast blade. If I'm really trying and, to do no damage to skill chain with heavy swing situation, why would I want a special set to do more damage with? What's funny is in like all my Lua's where I have like access to swords, like if you look at my uh, Blue Mage, or, or actually I haven't told you about the Blue Mage one yet, but I wrote a Blue Mage one too. Ooh. But um, on my Ninja one, um, now you already have a Blue Mage one posted. I don't need to yeah, I, I would not switch. Well, I mean, yeah. I would be happy to put yours in there too. People like options. Maybe. Maybe. You have more jobs yep. complete, so if it plays like your other ones, people would rather <laughs> use your Blue Mage than my Blue Mage. And mine's more just for me. It's not like everyone might like it better. Yeah, maybe. But like I, uh, but on like all my sword ones though, um, I actually have the burning blade section like geared out as though you can use burning blade. But then it's commented out because if I'm going to care about fire damage from a sword weapon skill, I might as well use red lotus blade. So I commented out burning blade for skill chain reasons, and it's still there. Like you can uncomment block it, and you can have like full potency burning blades. But like most of the time, you don't you don't want a full potency burning blade. So, like, the fact that you don't have some of, like, the weapon skill minutia all, all up in your Lua and stuff doesn't really matter most of the time because, like, you won't use those weapon skills for damage. You'll use them for utility. So, in terms of what you were talking about before about how you want to encourage people and, uh, you know, you don't want just to look like you do this, not that, I'm the best, I know everything, and how you want to teach and not just uh, disincentivize people to take those steps out to do what they have to do to be better and the whole meaning of this podcast in general, besides having fun, which I, of course, focus on more on the fun than the teaching, because that's the kind of person <laughs> I am. Uh, and you focus more to teaching, because that's the kind of person you are. And hopefully we bounce each other out. So if we take that, because at, when that happened, I was going to say, and this is the perfect segue to go into this dancer thread. If oh, we want to no. get our... <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, G.I. Joe. So... Yeah, you're right. It's just like in GI Joe, where there's t the turducken of like the 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 snowmobile that loads up onto the boat and then gets picked up by the plane and stuff. Like this is like a terrible like turducken of like all of these gear sets culminating in the video of him using them improperly. Like those random machines the Ninja Turtles use. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> oh, I'm just glad I got to compare this thing to. A We're going to be shreddering this. Oh boy. So if we can put it in that mindset and and approach this one without the utmost ridicule that I might apply to it. The worst threat of the week. Yeah, we trashed this thing uh, pre-show. Pre-show, we were, Fox was laughing. This is like... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, worst threat of the week. It's an auction house I, one. I have a preface for the worst threat of the week. Okay, go for it. And that's what we were talking about before. Like, we are here to entertain you guys. Uh, you know, like Spicy had... says. Like, yeah, we're here to be educational, but obviously you guys are listening to this for some form of entertainment on your drive Some to work, guys driving to work, yeah. Yeah. So when we make fun of some of this stuff, it's not to disincentivize people from posting things. It's about making people actually think about what they do before they do it. Mm. So I like that people post stuff, like even when it's wrong, because then you, everyone has the ability to critique it and learn from it. And the person that posts it should understand that there will be other people who may know more about things or may, you know, think of something that you didn't. And it's okay to be wrong. And so, also they have an influence on people who lurk and read this stuff to try and get a better idea. So if you're leading people astray because you don't care to apply 
reason to things and then get upset about when people apply reason to things in a way you don't like, then keep in mind it's not just about disincentivizing that one person. If that kept other people from getting bad information, frankly, that might not be the worst outcome. But but please post your ideas, though. Yes. You have to, That's okay. You'll never get anywhere if you don't discuss what you're thinking. I With mean, that said, this is a garbage fire. <laughs> dumpster fire? Garbage fire? Yeah. This is a dumpster fire. Is it better or worse than the baked ziti pizza? Oh, man. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I laughed so hard. I've forgotten to mention it for two weeks now. So, what happened is, it's busy season now. For someone who happens to be in the busy season of their, their you know, career. I don't want to give details. It doesn't matter. It's not like it's private, but... Uh, so their company will recoup a certain amount of money for, hey, you've worked this many hours today. It's busy time. You're working a lot more than you usually work. It's really da da da. We'll, we'll comp you a meal because you've worked a certain number of hours. You don't have to work that many, but you're going to, of course. So every time you do, here's a meal. So that meal was applied to, hey, you want a pizza? Yeah, I'll get a pizza. That sounds good. The question of what pizza would arrive was not really handled. It was just, Okay, I trust Carrot. Carrot, you get a pizza. What, what arrived was a baked CD pizza. Now, many people have had a baked CD. It's a casserole. Many people have had a pizza. It's not thick like a casserole. <laughs> so, maybe if you live in, like, Wisconsin, where there's no pizza, but they have cheese, so you at least have some basis, you know. Or maybe you live somewhere worse, like Missouri, and there's... No pizza, because it's Missouri. Italian immigrants didn't go to Missouri. Um, oh, weird. Imagine getting a really thick pizza with big ziti and ricotta and, and vodka sauce on a pizza that's now twice as thick as it should be. It's not a Sicilian. It's a circle. It's a, it's, it's a thick, big ziti pizza. It's like the, uh, the Papa Murphy's Take and Bake that's two layers deep. Mm-hmm. It's like two pizzas had sex and produced a casserole on top of it. And it's just like... Wait, so along the lines of something I think Abject would appreciate, do you think this thing is closer to being lasagna? Yes. Yes, because wow. there are whole ziti noodles in this. It is. Okay. It is. There's whole ziti noodles sticking out of this thing. It's, uh, I, I laughed a lot. I opened it up. I said, no. She's like, well, it was the one who got to the prerequisite for delivery. And I'm like, well, what is... Oh, because you had to order enough? Yes. That's funny. Yes, yes. So... The other stuff wasn't expensive enough. Yeah, yeah. And I... I, Okay, so what you're going to do is you're going to make a pizza. And you're going to get this circle of dough and you're going to put it down. And then what you're going to do, Luigi, is you're going to go over and you're going to bake a ziti. And a Pyrex. And when you're done with that, Luigi, just fucking throw the whole thing on in the box. And that's a big ziti pizza. Okay. Honey, what do you think about the big ziti pizza? (laughs) (laughs) I like how she jumps to the value. (laughs) It cost me nothing. You know. So why am I riding it? I think I would actually get along with Carrot in real life. Yeah. I always look at the value, dude. She came out of the room because she heard me talking about big ziti pizza and peeks (laughs) around the corner. And just stares me. That's good. So this thread is the big ziti pizza of. Di- oh. <laughs> what? It's like I just in. kicked a dog in front of you or something. She's like, she's like, at this look what? Uh, this thread wow. is the big ziti pizzas of dancers, guys. So yeah. 
it's Humble Dancer. So humble brag. Humble Dancer posting some sets post Odyssey. Because apparently there's someone else asking if there's post Odyssey sets, which there are for Dancer. Fine. Apparently a third thread had to be made just to post their, um, shall we say, Dancer sets. So you t- you take it from here, Fox. Let's there let's are amalgamations of gear. Let's let's break this down here. I so mean, there are very few times that I've actually agreed with like certain posters on XIAH, and I actually agree with like every question that was asked of this person and their sets. So I will I will say that um, these sets, it almost seems like they're just like ham fisting Odyssey gear in here because it's Odyssey gear, <laughs> but none of them seem to have a grasp on what the set is supposed to do. It's like they have like a singular idea of, of, Hey, this is probably what it should do, but then didn't try to balance it around any kind of real reasoning as to why it's occurring. And universal light armor enmity set works with many jobs. Yeah. I get that many jobs could be on that gear, but why would you ever want to gain enmity while also using a begrudging ring? Because <laughs> you want to take extra damage. In the same set, they made a random hybrid weapon skill set, which I didn't know what hybrid meant. In this case, it meant apparently putting on DT in your weapon skill set. So why would you make that set and then make a extra damage taken while putting on weak gear for enmity plus to take extra damage and potentially die on that same logic set? Yeah. And one that we didn't touch pre-show that, that stands out to me as like a blaspheme is okay, so so what is it with people when they equip a hand-to-hand weapon fucking assuming that you immediately have to go to counter? Uh. Like like you, you just have to counter things because you're using a hand-to-hand weapon. It's not like jobs that don't use hand-to-hand weapons can't counter. But man, I'm going to build this hand-to-hand set to counter because I'm using hand-to-hand, and that is what the Dancer H2H set is. Uh, this set is probably one of the worst in the thing. So what we have here is Dancer, we have a Karen. I mean, just look course. at the Ashira harness. Well, yeah. Look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't unsee that. It's yeah. there. It's waiting for you. It's it's That Dancer is wearing a fucking Ashira harness. For for punching, yes. Um, so <laughs> well, they, they, they bought that, okay? So since they purchased probably. it, they have to use it. Um, so... If you're doing TP things on a dancer using hand to hand, perhaps you want to start with capping haste on your set and not having someone tell you that you're not capping haste. So then, therefore, you then stick in a selfie belt on top of that because someone said you're not capping haste. So you might think, hey, maybe, maybe I want to use a maca earring because I, I, you know, I'm doing damage. It's got some accuracy. It's got some double tack. Got most importantly, martial arts. Maybe I should evaluate my martial arts needs. Maybe I should open up the handy. FFXI calculator thing that's been around for fucking 15 million years and look at what yeah. I'm doing and make sure I'm capping my hand to hand because that's the most important part is is maximizing your delay to do the most damage maybe you know hey uh, instead what we have here is the Karambit the Gluddy's mask the Ashera harness uh, their dancer cape is using double attack though that's fine but then we have Bathy Choker for counter because it's, it's augmented Bathy Choker a Genmai earring for more counter. A Odnoa earring augmented for more DT, because apparently in Dancer hand-to-hand you gotta wear more DT, because then we have a Defending Ring, a Moonbeam Ring, and it, why is there a Crepuscular Pebble? I guess the DT's on it. I guess it's more offensive than a, a, a you know, Staunch Tassel. Hey. Is it, though? Because, like, you could at least... 
potentially resist things with a staunch Tathlemon. Yeah, I Instead know. Instead of three strength, you won't notice. Then we have the Horos Bangles for Counter for Countermore, and then Gladys Breaches and Nayame Feet because Gladys Breaches, and why not Nayame Legs? I don't know what's going on here, but nothing good is going on here. And there's no weapon skill set for hand to hand, just a TP set. There's a lot of sets here. There's like a dozen sets in this, but just so. Fox, how would you build a hand-to-hand Sephir Dancer if you were trying to build one? Would you use any of these pieces? Would you, I mean, I wouldn't use almost any of these pieces. So if I were to build a hand-to-hand Sephir Dancer, which actually I don't have in my Lua and I actually need to add it because this is actually great for me because I forgot to do that. I don't use hand-to-hand on Dancer very often, but it is potentially very good and probably will be going forward if we get the things that I think we're going to get from the update. Um, but yeah, Howling Fist, please. Please give it to my dancer. But um, if I were to build these sets, I would definitely make sure that I first and foremost got haste. Because why not? And then I would have to look at, you know, what weapon am I using? Uh, they're using Karambit. Okay, that's cool. So we want to make sure that we are focused on, like, some amount of critting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Which is what I assume the Gladys is for. Yeah, I mean, well, sort of. So you can, you can use Galettis for that, right? But you also don't want to use Galettis that doesn't give you, like, multi-attack or store TP either. So there might be an argument for using Galetti's hands, which is not present in this set, because Counter. it at least would have 4TP, crit, and you know accuracy and stuff. Sure, there's an argument for that. There's also an argument for just boosting up your D-Dex and using Malignant's hands with 12 store TP on. Or there's even an argument for just using Atomar hands combined with, I don't know, the Atomar head for a flat crit rate, extra dex, and you know, in effect, pull off what you're doing. Um, you definitely would sooner use Gladys' body over a Sheriff's harness for sure for this because yeah. it has crit, it has multi attack. I mean, if you could argue not using you, Adamar Bonnet because of accuracy and DT. That absolutely absolutely makes sense. But the the throwing counter and mm. stuff on, I mean, you have to decide which TP set you want too. I mean, but mishmashing. Why not use Gladys' feet then? Why aren't Ayame feet in here? Use Gladys' feet then, because for anyone who doesn't remember, Karen Bit gains an extra store TP plus fifty every time you land a crit. So you want crits, you want multi attack, you don't want to crepuscular pebble yeah and you don't need stuff that like boosts your crit rate either so like i can see people maybe thinking well if i'm gonna brew this right and try to make it better than this dude's weird set like i could put magnata curry on here and because it has like the crit damage boost maybe i want that because i'm already critting it no you, you don't because you're not a monk and you aren't doing nearly as much damage with your hand to hand yeah you're not doing nearly as much with that um just focus on the fact that you could be critting otherwise just treat it like a normal fucking tp set and you want multi-attack, especially with, with, with two hands, because multi-attack gets better with two hands than it does with one hand. Um, so you always want to focus on that. All right. Um, with this, the Karambit has such a low delay on it that you really don't want Maki earrings, actually. Correct. Un- unless you're like shooting for like some sort of weird D-Dex where you know the uh, the agility of the mob. If you have no monk yeah. sub, though. Yeah, but you have no monk sub. I yeah. mean, I guess it could be a little better, but Wait. honestly... We assume monk subs being used here, though, because it says in the notes sometimes you gotta hit stuff with blunt damage. This is great for slash monk and counter stance. the the main The main problem, though, is that even without martial arts, you're only lowering your delay by twenty six. It's not a percentage like like dual wield is or anything. Like it's just a straight negative twenty six to the plus delay. So you're not really gaining a whole lot. What I would do is just try to make sure that you're maximizing the actual TP that those hits gain. And Karambit is a fairly high accuracy weapon as is. Like it gives you like plus two fifty skill and it has like forty ac. Cape so, arcs are counter. 
yeah, like this is a situation where I would actually try to use Tetition if possible. Um, I would make sure that I got shared on because that's 13 store TP there. And I would make every single hit count because you're you're just gonna see better returns. Like you wanna like ride the fact that you're using a character. So it's you just use a normal TP set that maybe focuses a little bit more on critting. Like I would give a huge nod to like Galetti's body because it has crit and double attack. And just go down that road. Just try to make it crit more, but treat it as a normal TP set otherwise. That's it. If you can't sub monk, maybe you shouldn't be using hand to hand to begin with. It's just and like live. this would have made more sense if they posted it was a counter set, which still it could be far more optimized than this. But like if if you have no other TP set for hand to hand, why would your instinct to be I only need a counter set? Because <laughs> what are you countering on why? Because they said that this. I'll tell you right now that counter. with that set, they are not. They do not. There is no way that they're high enough on the enmity list to actually use that counter. There is no way they are doing enough damage to ever be countered, or to ever actually get a counter off. Like they would have to be soloing in that set. Yeah, and why? Why would you be soloing in this set against what? Why? What are you applying this to? Why? Yeah, like some sort of like I guess bones. <laughs> bones, man. Bones. It's bones. The bones. Yeah, dude, it's better than using a dagger at an Apex Draugr camp, I guess. I believe we're born into the grave. Man, I don't. I feel so alone on Dancer. <laughs> but the, yeah, there's a lot of things. Like, there, there's one set floating around in here that looks like a normal TP set, but they have, like, 36% gear haze. <laughs> I mean, I like selfie belt as much as the next person. I, I mean, I get this person probably dumped a bunch of gill into making it, but it doesn't mean you have to shoot Hornet into all your sets. You just actually figure out what you need. This dancer feels so alone. They're going to end up a big old pile of them bones. Ah, ah, ah. (laughs) But yeah, like there's, there's just almost no thought put into a lot of these sets or like, there's no clear understanding as to why I'm using the thing. Like in this situation, like that's why I'm poking so much fun at the hand to hand part. It seems like the person is just trying to be like a novelty monk that you'd get out of the freezer aisle. (laughs) And uh, kids cuisine. Yeah. Yeah. The frosted frozen brownie. And not actually playing to hand to hand because you need to play to hand to hand given the content. I mean, like the first thing you think about is hand to hand on dancer is wow, I can sub monk and use counter stance. Why are you using counter stance? Why, why, why do you want that? What is what? In what situation, Fox, would you ever want to use counter stance on monk? I'm on on dancer sub monk. Like, why are you uh, doing this combo? What what I would, what has happened? I would, do it, I would do it exactly in the situation where you're doing the sealed fate master trial with the dancer. Okay, so that that one situation. Any other time you'd ever want to use it for anything you can think of? Anything. When I can, when I can guarantee there is absolutely zero physical AOE damage happening in anything around. Which you because can. if if you can if you can cap counter rate and you can kill the thing fast enough, along with fan dance, it's actually fairly safe to use counter stance on dancer, because fan dance helps offset quite a bit, especially if you have DT in your set, which is a whole different set that we haven't even talked about. Like if you're if you're actively doing this for counter stance and not just a weird like I have a forty percent counter. You, you could just use daggers then, you know. Yeah, you could just use daggers. Not, not yeah, hand exactly. to hand. You could you could do yeah. the same without using hand to hand. Yeah, and and yeah, you can actually sub monk without using hand to hand. I know it's a crazy idea, but you can do it. <laughs> um, and and there's some situations I'm sure that's fine, but you have to know why you're doing it. And you have to state it, otherwise this is a great set for subbing monk and using counter stance. Why? Why are we like why? No, it's a great set for doing that it is no. a set for it's a that. set 
but you have to you have to convince me as to why you're you're taking all of these like weirdly inefficient things and trying to call it a set just because it has the novelty things attached to it. So let's go back to something that's another low-hanging fruit that's even easier and more clear-cut without having to wonder why you're applying it. Let's go to the first set in the guide, Dancer Hybrid TP. Mmm, some weird things here. So yeah, that Naomi home. So it's an Aeneas and, and Gladys, which is something later for how they play to point out. You have Koisti Badar, Naomi Helm, Ashera Harnesses Back, Sensua Mantle with double attack. On Dancer, I um, actually like the Warder's Charm. I, I, I actually do, because the waste slot is kind of important depending on where your haste gears are at. For hybrid, no. It had to be a specific, I want to have a magic resistance. For hybrid, I wouldn't use Warder's Charm. It's a hybrid set. It's not supposed to be, maybe I'm being hit with magic. That's like a particular magic set. I mean, yeah, it's splitting hairs at that point, but I'm looking at the Ashera Harness, the the Sarafi Safo belt? What the, they even say that. I mostly mention it because a lot of people instantly jump to Carrier Sash because it, has, it covers all the elements, but like you don't always need Dark and Light, and it's okay to use Warder's Charm instead is kind of what I'm And honestly... If you the the waste is a stronger option to use for DPS or other things there than giving up, you know the neck makes a good yeah. slot there to give up. Yeah, exactly. Like you're giving up your JSE neck. Yay! It has some sort TP on it. But this belt, why? It's the subtle blow plus five belt with three haste, two triple attack, and two double attack from the Hydra. Why are you using that? And why are you using a Shara harness? They have Malignant's hands and Malignant's feet here. <laughs> Malignant's body has. More store TP, more DT. There's more. Why would you use a Shara harness? Yeah. Just because it doesn't drop doesn't mean you use it. Has more accuracy. Like I guess if they if they know they need exactly 45 accuracy, maybe and don't need the DT elsewhere, there's they can more, get like benefit out of resist paralyze, maybe. 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 But that's there's there's no reason almost to ever use a Shara harness rate, like that. I would actually just rebalance the set and try to use the Horus body instead. Because the Horus body at least has a resist trait that also matters. Like, it has a resist amnesia, if applicable. And it also PET 6% on it. Yeah, it gives you PET also, yeah. And And it has triple attack. This, like, if you're wearing a bunch of malignants, you actually want to favor triple attack where possible instead of store TP. Because if you're hitting once with each hand and with a bunch of store TP, you're not going to gain very quickly <laughs> so here's an example of having priorities out of whack too this belt is what stands out most here too yeah. and they put they have no other subtle blow here besides their Sherida earring so they posted somewhere in this two-page thread that blow. they like to use it for subtle blow wearing one piece of subtle blow and yeah the cat scratch it Charles. a single piece well not true they have two pieces but they have one piece that they probably don't even realize provides subtle blow because most people forget the Sherida. Yeah, yeah, I said that. So yeah, the cat gets on top of the chair for some reason, like it's you know fucking Mount Everest, and starts clawing it. Only in that place <laughs> they don't claw the stuff. For some reason, they climb the chair. They, they you know they just get in the very top of the chair they can't even fit on and just start clawing it. I don't know. Why. Anyway, no, like putting one piece of subtle blow on is not going to change. No. Why? Why would you use that? Over all the subtle blow pieces you could use, why? What is the logic that goes into this? I love subtle blow. Is what it says. But I'd start at Cherit Rings first. Yeah. Yeah. Well, actually, in their set in the game, they use two Cherit Rings plus one on, on Dancer at all TP times, it looks like. That's what they kept using in their, their set. That's probably just video a high posted. I guess. They probably don't realize Cherit Rings have subtle blow on them either. <laughs> That's another one people always forget about. Yeah. One of the first things I swap in. I don't know. Depending on the game. But just, 
But then their Dancer TP said they just changed it up. It looks more normal, except for now they have like 35% haste with a Salifi belt plus one. I don't yeah, know why. Congratulations. This set brings you to a grand total of 30 subtle blow, including trade. Ooh. They've done it. <laughs> they have not reached the subtle blow one cap with a piece of gear that is strange. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, I, and and like it's it's paired like my eyes cannot be drawn away from the Naomi helm that's in this set. <laughs> it makes no sense. It's not path A, guys. I know there will be an argument. Well, maybe it's it's not path A. It's path B. It's a path B helm, which means they want two percent double attack over using. They say here that they don't have the malignant chapeau, which I don't know why they wouldn't. Based on this person is using a Nomad Moogle cap and the body that you could only get in like 2007 when you bought the title talisman. They have been around for a very long time, at least on and off. There's zero reason if you're running around with an Aeneas and a Gladys knife that you cannot get the Malignant Chapeau if you have Nayame Helm, a Shara Harness. There's no reason. So, and they put the Malignant's head in other sets too. Purchased. Yeah. Like, look at all the other stuff that's been purchased. Just get a Terms Hat plus one. <laughs> There's no so I mean, there's no store TP on a terms plus one. It's regain. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's no store TP on this Naomi home either. Well, it's got double attack DT. I mean, I, I guess, but it also I think I'm pretty sure it has less haste too. But it might have the same haste. Well, I mean, they're not worried about that. They have three percent haste on their Sarifasau belt. I mean, yeah. they're the Sari belt. Sarisaferoy. It's abbreviated, so I can't. Even, yeah, I can't even read it. It's a sassafras belt, as in fucking it's suffering. Bill. Suffering succotash. <laughs> what is going on with this Sarasafu belt? I, anyway, there's there's a, there's a lot of things, and like Naomi Helm. Like if I'm ever gonna swap a Naomi piece into my sets, and I actually do that in some of my DT sets, um, I usually swap in the boots first overall because like the boot slot is like kind of awkward, and there are. And it's just a personal choice. Like, it's not like any any specific secret technology. It's just like based on the rest of the pieces in the set, um, getting 7% generic DT in the foot slot is a huge slot, is a huge amount of DT you're normally not getting. In that. So that's how I weigh that. Um, I'd never think to do the head, but maybe I am taking my Milligan show for, for, for Chapeau for granted. Like, but there's many other hats they could use. They could go get terms, terms plus one, I guess. Um, they could go get shit. They can go get a damping tamp. They could get anything. They could use Malignant's yeah. head and be done with it. But it says they use this set a ton lately with how hard stuff hits lately. Not in the video. Yeah. <laughs> they posted yeah, a video. Go, go check it out at 42 minutes. Yeah, they it's great. posted. <laughs> well, There's a lot of hilarious things that happen around 42 minutes. So, so, oh man. So they People gave them slack by saying, why do you do this? Why would you do that? This doesn't make sense. You know, why are you using that belt? Why are you using a Fodia for your Rooter Storm? Why are you using weapon skill damage for a generator? Why are you doing all these things that make no sense? And they got very defensive. And this is fighting. where the posts were wrong. Yes. It this... is not because these sets are as bad as we're making them out to be. This is the point where it gets wrong. So yeah, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to make sure that that's abundantly. Lilith has been really greedy with me on body slash head for 600 plus runs. So I use Nayame and Ashera. Okay, so why everything else? Even if that's the case, why everything else? Like, like yeah. they immediately fall back to like it starts off with humble because they're insecure and inexperienced and have no idea what they're doing. It has to be a humble dancer because of yeah. Course, why is it not Horos or Galetti for the body too? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Like it's not just 
excuses. It's I don't know what I'm putting together. And uh, and yeah. so the whole thread starts getting derailed when people start saying, you know, they, they, they go for the, the start of trying to shield themselves from any scrutiny while expressing themselves and hoping no consequences happen from their reasoning because people will question your reasoning. That's how people work. It's very fair to question. It's very fair to judge you and evaluate. Yeah, it's like everyone says, oh, everyone should ask why. You should always question and not just accept what you're told. That's called judging. So it's okay to judge because everyone wants to question why, not accept it at face value, but nobody wants to judge or be judged. And, yeah, you create a judgment yeah. based on the facts that you receive. Yes. That is so, how you create a bias that makes your decision. Yeah, bias is inherent. Yeah. It's just part it's, of It's okay. Human. It's not a negative thing because people use it negatively. This is how you deal with biases by talking it out. But immediately yeah. it goes, the, the, the thread titles are shield, and then it goes to not claiming to be completely best in slot at all. Not every server expects perfection to CP slash EP or do basic grouping. But this is what I run, and I've pretty much done the entire game, and then some in these sets since Gal A3 slash 4, I guess I meant tier. Why do people call it A? I see a lot of A3 and 4 on their server. Tier, it's tier 3 and 4. Came out. And so, like, Pippin's here. He's in our Discord. He's a great guy. He's got a great monk play with him, etc. He's just a cool guy, as far as I've seen so far. And he goes, so what is the hand-to-hand set for? And Malignant says, (laughs) higher magic accuracy than the Yame, unless you did path A. They say, so here's our, here's our clarification here. Hand-to-hand would be mostly used against undead NM hunting. Diverger in Rai? Oh, Rise and Jima. But, and Sheol blunt weak mobs in Steg Farm. So now I guess they're taking their uh, dancer to, yeah? I would not use that set in a, in a Sheol Farm. No, I would not. But it's a very rarely used set, and Slash Monk mainly, when I know I'm going against blunt weak so I can get Tornado Kick to combine with uh climatic no. flourish yeah climatic flourish okay so you can do that technically but it's it's not great and it's not doing what you think it's doing but um oh god why didn't they post that set uh so whenever you do okay so i'm i'm my brain is destroyed at this point <laughs> so i am personally very excited for master level increase because it gives submonk on dancer ridiculous things coming up here in the future um, we're about to find out if it crosses the level 60 threshold for uh, eventually for 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 sub monk if having level 60 sub monk and not just being your sub job but because main job would get it if it gives you howling fist on dancer you could probably put out ridiculous damage and the reason for that is it's going to make up flourish. for the it's tenery flourish yes it is not climactic flourish. It is forcing triple attacks on on your on your weapon skill. I've already done it with raging fists. It's pretty stupid. Um, and getting howling fist and getting an attack bonus that dancer doesn't natively have would be absolutely absurd. Um, it's going to put out some really cool numbers. It doesn't mean it's always going to be good, but I'm looking forward to that. Now, when this guy is trying to explain that he's trying to attach climactic flourish to everything, like it's some sort of like magical weapon skill producing monster, it's not. You want to apply it to the weapon skills that are single hit, not multi-hit like Tornado Kick or how you're supposed to build Tornado Kick because of its FTP properties, uh, transfer properties. Uh, it, it just it just hurts me. Like, yeah, I get that if you wear the the dancer head during climactic that it's going to apply to another hit in the weapon skill, but it is not all of the hits on Tornado Kick, and you should probably reassess your your set. So I I don't know. It's uh. I really don't know what to do with this information because it, it, I feel like 
I feel like they should be rewarded for at least having an idea of how to use something in a cool way, but they're missing the marks so hard that I think we're losing the point of what they were trying to do to begin with. Because, like, Dancer gets an extra dual wield tier over Thief, and they get an extra dual wield from 550 as well, like Thief does. And they were using a Reki Yotai in their hybrid DT set until Melfina came in and said, why are you doing that? You have all this extra <laughs> dual wield, you don't, don't want to do that. And they respond with, you know, well, usually when I resort to that set, it's in situations that are dire. And instead of the description they had of, uh, I've been using this set a lot because things hit hard. And haste to stop being cast on me by an alliance. The extra dual wield helps keep my attack rate up, but you are correct. Yeah, because in these sets, you've been forgotten about as a DD, and you're not on anyone's haste priority. <laughs> but then, you know, and it quickly goes into, like, Simon says. Well, we tried. We tried so yeah, hard not, tried to, say not to say his name. name. Even said before, I'm like, I don't want to mention it. It's him. always there, though. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you know, but he's very fair this time. He goes. Uh, I, I agree with him in this, in yes, this post, yes, actually. For once, for once, yeah, we can for finally, once. finally. But he goes, most of these sets lack proper descriptions of scenario context, and also attack capped and uncapped weapons skill sets are totally different these days. And then they respond with, okay, I got it. I'll share my gear sets elsewhere. Yikes, ellipses. I just wanted a useful format to share this stuff with my shell. Why? He's not saying anything dickish there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's asking a legitimate question that they just need to have thicker skin for. Silly me for thinking this forum was about talking about dancer gear. Musta, one word. Missed out, missed the rules about writing context perfectly? They question are, mark. Though. And even if I did, question mark, I said sorry for my poor formatting. It's not about your formatting. Yet you wanted to take a moment out of your day to come and tell me my work was irrelevant because you can't plug it into some gear swap and easily. No one said that. said that. Nobody said that yeah. at all. It's crap like that that makes people like me who try to help not want to do shit. I guess that's because it's censored. I'm not logged in. It's, it's yeah. start out because it helps peeps like you. At least everyone else had something constructive to say. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, it's someone who wanted an attaboy and was trying to humble brag their way there to getting an attaboy. Humble dancer. Because they thought they did something good because they finally cleared a wave three or something. And uh, or, or whatever they're attaching this success to. Maybe he's the only dancer in the group or whatever. So therefore, he thinks he's the best dancer in the group, which is not the same thing. Um, so the dude goes to post here, thinks that they're going to, you know, he gets the humble brag his way to like be in some sort of revolutionary dancer who suddenly used all the, the new jail gear. I was and dancing. Finds out he's very wrong. So. I was dancing before people knew about dancing. Yeah. No, this kind of reminds me of that, that point in Futurama where Fry's outside the courthouse and he says, I shall now dance the protest dance of my people. And he gets out of boombox and it's like, do the hustle. And he's just dancing the hustle as a way of protest. And nobody knows and nobody cares what they're doing because it's just like pointless. That's kind of like that. That's their dancer is, is, I, is the hustle. I don't normally just sit here and blast people's gear sets, but I will in this situation because this person isn't using this as an opportunity to learn or grow. This person is just using this as an opportunity to like just search for praise that they're not going to get. It's absurd. Because All-Star comes in here and goes, nobody was trolling. I don't see how suggesting yeah. putting some context into a post about which augment you're using is trolling. Getting your feelings hurt by something like that doesn't mean someone is trolling. And they respond with, yup, got my feelings hurt. Not sure if it was a troll either, but death make me not want to continue for a bit there. And then All-Star just responds back, your, your sets suck. Awesome. I like Oscar. 
But even Simon yeah, tries to help because he's like asking why TP sets are not capping haste, asking why TP sets are over capping dual wield, asking about augments, asking about context yeah. for hand to hand set, saying that one universal weapon skill set is a little outdated approach. Uh, what exactly are you seeing as trolling here? Yeah, it, it, like they're asking for what thought you have put in. So, like, the, the reason that, that anyone would want to ask why in this situation, like, obviously, this dude, pro- like, this dude probably knows why this is wrong. But the reason that, that you would want to ask this or that I would ask this if I saw a set that I knew nothing about is because I want to know what your reasoning is for equipping. this. Because if I know your reasoning for equipping this particular weird ass set, then I know when I can use it in game. It can be as simple as that. And if I These didn't have, questions if I didn't have you... basic malignance pieces and had a whole link shell that I post a video in, I would say, hey, I fought 600 times. Can somebody help me besides E? Can I get my last piece of malignance? Because yeah. for I have all this stuff and I have a link shell and I say I know how to play and I'm trying to share this with my link shell, they said. Why is your link shell not helped you after 600 plus Lilith do a Lilith on even normal? Dude, just roll in with no plan like we did the other day. Yeah. Like, we, we just rolled into VD and I howling fisted it to death while we, like, ran around and tried not to die. But even like, even that was difficult. Going in on end just as Thief Sub Dark Knight with Table yeah. Sitter and White Mage and Karen and Monk. I mean, just doing that on end with trust and reducing TP times it uses with absorb TP and, and yeah, he said you guys fought the no, the, fight, the, yeah. the the warden too. Or whatever. Yeah, we did. It took a lot more effort, but at least just reducing yeah. TP with subtle blow, you know, cheap blast to spoil stuff with three different people on normal was enough to at least increase the chance of seeing stuff and make it a rather easy fight. Some people just take a scholar in there and and. And magic burst yep. a uh, helix and AFK until it dies. I yeah, mean, the helix takes care of everything. Yeah, I mean it's not that complicated that you have to sit here as six hundred plus times as an excuse and and not have any basic pieces yet. You know, we get to this point here where they post this video we talked about because the response to everyone like saying, "Look, no one's attacking you. We're just asking why you did this stuff." Because I mean, let's look at these other sets. What did I lose you? Do you not hear me? Oh shit, there we go. Okay. Now I do. So I was saying, let's, you know, not even about the other sets, let's look at Exenerator. Because they're using weapons oh, yeah. damage. Oh, yeah. oh god, Exenerator set. Yes, yes. We, yes. we spent a lot of time looking at this Exenerator set. This Exenerator set. This set. It's, yeah, I... It's, it's not even called the Exenerator set, because, you know, putting a label on it, it's, it's, it's description is agility-based weapon skill like Exenerator. So, so what? Augs are agility, agility, and weapon skill damage. Okay. Okay. So with this set, you can't even get away with saying that, like, maybe there's additional modifiers somewhere that you could use the set on. Because, like, Dancer cares about Charisma secondary because of Flourish. Or specifically, like, Climax. So, like, no, there isn't a world where, where, that, where like, that really matters. Like, if you have an agility-based set, it is for Exenerator and only Exenerator. So why, why, what, what do we want on Exenerator? Like, what does Exenerator do? So it's a basic misunderstanding of mechanics. You don't have to understand math. I certainly don't. You don't have to do math. I certainly don't. Nope. But you use weapon skill damage for gear that is not FTP replicating generally, that has high FTP in the first hit, one or two hit attacks generally. That is where you use weapon skill damage. So Howling Fist, high FTP, you know, it's replicating as well. You don't use weapon skill damage there. Yeah, you that's don't. probably a bad example. It's a bad example. Okay, so. yeah, yeah. I immediately, I don't even know why. Savage, how, Blade. I, yes. Savage Blade is the easiest one to look Savage at. Savage Blade, Exenerator, Torque Cleaver, Judgment, Rudras, just those. I don't know why I said Howling Fist. That, that, Black that, Halo. That, that hand, yeah, Black Halo. 
uh, hand to hand from that set is still burning to me of why they're making that. I just talk about Howling Fist too much. I think it is. Yeah, I I think about Howling it's Fist. It's too easy too to break that weapon skill. Yes. It used to be pure weapon skill damage. They changed that. Yeah. So, still don't know why I said Howling Fist. Those sorts of weapon skills, yes, weapon skill damage. You don't use it for low FTP replicating weapon skills like Star Diver, Xenerator, Evisceration, CDC, Resolution, Dancing Edge. Dancing Edge you almost never want to use. Very rarely. <laughs> the tech. Charisma. I need my Charisma Dancer weapon skill set. But just all you have to do is pull up Accelerator on BG. You can see the FTP is a 1. It's low. It has no other effects from other TP bonus here besides extra evasion down, which is terrible. And, I mean, there's nothing here that would make you want to use weapon skill damage. It says... It says... The weapon skill is FTP transferred across all hits, making elemental gorgets and elemental belts excellent neck and waist gear options. Those are not things you use weapon skill damage on. You just don't. It's just how it's, that's how it works. In fact, it's actually a, a good general rule that if you see that phrase when you look up a weapon skill, mm-hmm. to not ever use weapon skill damage in that same set. Weapon skill unless damage. It's like, unless it's like a priority so far down the list that you're incidentally getting weapon skill damage. Outside of like the Coupo de Atat weapon skill augment hat, and outside of Dragoon subjob trait bonus, uh, <laughs> weapon skill damage only applies to the first hit. It's not applying to every hit. So you have a low damage first hit on a fourfold attack. It just, you don't have to understand math to look at it and go, you do not use weapon skill damage on something like that. There's just a few things you look for there. We pointed out regularly what to look for to make your gear More decisions. Hits. And that's it. You don't have to understand E equals MC square. You just look at the FTP, <laughs> you look at the multi-hits, you look at the replicates, don't use weapon skill damage. Don't. Yeah, this is, this is a weird set that they have posted here where if it's not weapon skill damage, it almost treats it like it's trying to be an attack cap set and failing. And it's also using Horus toe shoes because they're probably not meeting their attack values. I, I don't guess. know. My favorite part is the odor earring. It has no agility on it. It's dex yeah, 10 it, and crit rate plus five. And it's on the dancer agility weapon skill is an odor earring. Yeah. Like the only time an odor earring is like somewhat acceptable is if there, you have like no other options and you need the most extreme accuracy ever. It's funny. They got Fodia neck and belt here. They have that. Yeah. So it tells me that they at least looked up the weapon skill and then failed to realize why that Fodia equipment's there. And they, they have weapon skill damage on their cape. And they're using Gleddy's head, body, and then they're using the weapon skill damage dancer AF, legs, and what the feet. You why? Know, I was actually hoping for a second, because I hadn't hovered over this set yet, I was hoping that they at least got one thing somewhat right, and that that was a gear ring. But no, it's an Illibra ring. <laughs> which is fine i mean it's, it's got agility okay yeah because it's got attack and agility those are things that are important to exaggerate it doesn't always have to be multi-attack though it's probably it's right a fine that. choice above yeah. things like at least it has agility and attack on it. it has it has items that help uh critical hit rate and dexterity plus do nothing you essentially have no earring on yeah when. but given this set and doing a huge assumption that this person has like in like an R20 Galati's body or something, that is the only thing in this set that is providing any amount of multi-attack. And so we go back to, I said TP only increases the duration of the accuracy down minus 20. The other earring here is a Moonshade earring. It doesn't 
it's essentially you have no earrings oh, on. It's the moonshade. Yep. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> oh, why is that there? <laughs> oh, I can't unsee that now. It's Dude, like Nayame Helm would have been a better choice. The earrings are the biggest fail of all in this set. Yes, they, they effectively they, aren't there. Yeah, you're just unequipping your ear slots. I have encumbrance, and it's myself. It's a permanent debuff on my character when I play Dancer. It's encumbrance. Why is the Galettis there anyway? <laughs> I don't know. Because, because I, I'm more than certain you get more attack. Let me, let me look at this set. I'm pretty sure you get more attack from the, from the Horos set. Like, if you're using it for attack. Yeah, they have Horos, and I bet the Horos is more agility, because Gladys is not a high agility item. Oh, no. Let's see, Horos Tire set plus three. I just, it's, I think it goes back to this thing where people say PDL, and they think, like, we talked about this a few times, about how to use PDL several episodes, several times over, and this is not, it's not. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Horos set dominates Gladys for attack. And there's multi-attack so on it. so much higher. Oh, yeah. And yeah, there's multi-attack on the body. The body is actually strictly better than Galetti's unless you're attacking. Correct. Oh, oh, that's so gross to look at. Yes. These, so, are, these are the things that hurt me. These are the things people look at in this set and they go, whoa, 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 what are you doing with these earrings and these weapon skill damage? I mean, a generator is weak. Adding weapon skill damage and that is, is pretty much like the only things that matter there is your attack and agility at this point. That is not, it's a bad weapon yeah. skill already. You're making it worse. And yeah, just make sure you're an attack it? cap. In fact, the, the argument for using Zentrator is to make sure you're an attack cap and use as much PDL as you possibly can and multi-attack. Because so that's the only way that weapon skill is going to get better. The only way they'd be using this is if they're using Aeneas, which is what they're using on the Dancer. But I... I... Oh, man. This is not... Skill chain damage gear in this case would be applicable. That would be what you'd but, want. But this is, this is why Y is asked. Because if... if there could be some sort of weird world out there where I am just completely wrong and I'm having a stroke for no reason. And they have a perfect justification as to why to use this. I even went down the attack road. Like maybe they're so attack starved that this is a stronger set for them in most situations because of the buffs they usually receive. But it's not even the right choice to make for an attack set because you have access to Horos. So I'm at a complete loss. Like this is the sort of thing where you would want to explain why you're making the decisions that you're making. And then if you truly are humbly posting, accepting the criticism and updating your sets under a justified reasoning afterward. So that's like the Ridger Storm set as well. They use Fodia Belt there, and that's the exact opposite. You have a high FTP weapon skill, and adding, <laughs> adding more FTP in a belt slot is not, not good. No. 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 And also, they have Nayame Path B, but in the Ridger Storm set, they put Herculean boots. Also, with the uh, with the Rudra Storm set, um, they, they actually do comment why they're using the Fodia, and this is a trap I see people fall into. Oh, boy. Yeah, do, do not use it because you think you're going to hit a conserved TP and, and get the proc where you keep your TP afterwards. It only procs as often as you're willing to notice it does, and it makes it seem like it procs more than it actually does. So read that from the note, comma, Grunfeld onwards, Bart Fox. This is all you. Yeah. So note, Grunfeld Rope is also good, but 1% procs of free weapon skill from Fodia doesn't sound like it's often. Question mark. But oh man, does it proc often. Especially with both pieces, comma. It's ESP. ESP with both pieces, question mark. I don't, like, think a, I don't think a question mark belongs at the end of that. Are they sure. asking if both pieces yeah. work together? or? But even with just one, like this set, 
and I think more words needed to happen after that. There's no period. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Question marks. But even with just one like this. So yeah, um, this is also painful because this person knows that it procs one percent of the time, but oh man, does it proc a lot? You would it's think one percent is not much, but it's, it totally feels like more than one percent. Yeah, because it's so awesome when it happens that your own confirmation on that causes you to, to to latch onto the fact that it occurred and that you're suddenly the man because it occurred. And it, it does not proc often at all. And that would possibly be useful uh, if you didn't have cap TP when you're weapon skilling on your dancer with a TP bonus dagger <laughs> and a TP bonus moonshade that you don't have a roll to come off with in your Lua. Uh, that yeah. might be helpful, but getting double proc at 3000 TP with Aeneas, which is not, not a good choice. Very poor choice. You could use a different dagger at that point in your main hand and do better. Yeah, it defeats the purpose of using TP bonuses we've gone over in the Thief episode. Mm-hmm. Because they, oh, yeah, they then post their video to defend all this. You know? Oh, you know what? They probably think that belt is 10% uh, is weapon skill damage also. They don't say anything. It's just a guess that I'm making so that this has no basis outside of my speculation. But a lot of people think the Fodi equipment does what it does not do. And that might be why they were using it in that set by accident. They, they got the right yeah. solution by accident for Exenerator by thinking that it gives weapon skill damage when it's oh, really the best option for right. Exenerator. Oh, this has layers like an ogre. <laughs> it, is, it is an ogre for sure. And all these sets should be buried in a swamp. Oh, man. So it's good that they shared, as yes. you should. You should not fall back on, well, this was just for my link shell in a public section of the, like, you have a Discord, you have fucking write a letter or something, I don't know. Don't post it publicly and say, oh, this was just for private. Like, no, that's bullshit. And no, then, it's for private after the fact when you got called on it. Yes, humble, humble, no props. I mean, and then double down and say everyone sucks, basically, and how dare you make fun of me, I'm not the best, why do you expect the best, which no one said that, anything of that nature. But then the video they post, Ah, man. So, it's only two pages, but it feels like a lot more than that. It feels like nine pages. There's so much to unpack. So they go, okay, I think I get now why people who write guides reserve a few extra posts after. I didn't get it before, but I understand now. Do you? Wait, was this intended to be a guide? Uh, wow, wow. I mean, they're just saying they know why they reserve posts, because they're not making it on, on BG instead, which is a lot better place to put a guide. It's a lot better. Uh, when post counts are listed on profile, I think some peeps love engagement in a gamification of the forums. Is that a word? Gamification? I think it's where they use the forums. Gamification. Sort of situation where you can win. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know that word, honestly, if it is a real word. I thought like, I was very clear when I made my first post. My first sentence was, hey, guys, I don't know this well, but I'm putting up some of my stuff. There's no punctuation and question. The level of support responses and outright trollery, trollery, trollery at oh. first death hurt me and made me not want to contribute. You can def see that in my early this reaction. Guy, this guy needs the Inigo Montoya meme where like <laughs> that word does not mean what you think it means. Like, absolutely. I wish y'all could see I was genuinely trying to help initially, but I get real jaded, jaded. It's fucking horrible to read. When you read comments, so I probably will avoid that from now on. I have large amount of content proving I know my stuff. 
been playing a long time and have mastery over many jobs. I read, I really, that's true. I really have nothing to prove to you guys. I was just trying to help. One example, semicolons video. I have nothing to prove. Here's a video of me doing divergence. And in divergence, Shuko is not only using JA0, just absolutely (laughs) needlessly. They're using FPS 60 while lagging out so everything looks like it's in slow motion because they're in divergence with a full alliance with fetters and they're lagging out and can't handle the 60 FPS so everything is in slow motion. But they're using JA0 and sliding around the mob nonstop. So I said this pre-show and and I'll say it here too. The only time I have ever liked JA0 was when this guy does Chocobo Jig because it looks hilarious with him sliding across the ground. In slow motion. Yeah, in slow motion. Because he's lagging. It looks so funny. So yes, I, I like I like the J Zero for Chocobo Jig for the entertainment value. But yeah, don't use J Zero. You're prove prove to people you're not bad. I'm oh. not trying to brag or anything by sharing this after saying there's nothing to prove. So also this video well, has all sound eliminated. It is an hour and forty minutes of silence. This this video does not make you look like a good dancer. They have I, so I, I many think they might think that. So many add-ons on the screen of like everything that's supposed to be dropping and all the extra info bar and the 14 buffs that don't show all the buff row. I don't know. It's really bad. Start watching at 42 minutes. Like it tells you everything you need to see without watching this for an hour and 30. We just clicked a random spot and 42 minutes yeah. was it. And that, that I, was... I just found a random spot. So they're JA zeroing around everything with the Horos toe shoes on for close position bonus. And they're constantly running around a mob, not getting close position bonus. Yeah, that was uh, that that one made me every step is like doing a full 360 around the mob like they can't stop moving and they just keep, you know, sliding around the floor when they're supposed to be animation. Just use Malignant's boots in that slot. You're not using those those shoes properly. You can just use Malignant's boots. Use the Herculean boots, I guess. Yeah, they're Nayame boots. So what we also have here is they're using Aeneas and Gluddy, and they're basically saving till cap TP every time they weapon skill most of the time. It's just... Yeah, that's another thing. With Moonshade still being on. So it's just, they might as well never use Moonshade. They might as well never use Aeneas. And it's not... Everything about this just makes me think they don't understand the gear that they own. Like, at all. Yeah, and that's the point of this, is it's ridiculous. And that's why it's being treated as ridiculous. And, and yes. ridicule is because that's part of the word ridiculous is ridicule. And that's what it is. It's I wouldn't have no been such gloves. an asshole towards this. I wouldn't have been such an asshole towards this if the person actually was humbly posted. Like if they yeah, really not. wanted improvement, I would have looked at it like, yeah, sure. I but would not have this picked person, this thread if they didn't do that. Yeah, exactly. But man, this is what's wrong with the community. That's why this is in this episode. And it's breaking down where everything is going wrong here and all these just, there's so many things going wrong here. And this is normal because I had a, a warrior that I invited to Shul C that they forced DC. Did I mention that last time? Because yeah, I did because of all yeah. of the, all of the R0 random gear and a rank eight Naomi helm with not augments on their cape and all this stuff going on. Like they have no idea what they're doing and at least they didn't react like this person, but the time for me to explain how to make all your sets in a job I don't play, but can still see has gone horribly wrong somehow, is not when you're going to fight something. So, I just... There's a difference between having people assume that you need best-in-slot sets, as much as I hate that fucking word, or that phrase, 
and having a reasonable set that will still work. Like it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that if you throw a bunch of weapon skill damage on your savage blade, it's going to be great. Please continue to do that. Like when you start talking about it being the best in a slot for each piece of gear, it means that you have the appropriate content that you know the exact values of defensively so that you can then tune every single slot of gear to be the best performance machine against that one specific thing. It does not mean that you need to sit there and try to make sure your gear emulates whatever this best in slot idea is like this, like this warrior, for example, because assume spicy had checked it and then not actually expected augments or anything like that. And just like assumed everything was there and that was supposed to be there and was present, but they just don't have it available. Like that's just someone like trying to fly under the radar and hoping that nobody notices they're terrible. Like if you show up to your job and don't have like proper clothing on to do work, and just show up in your fucking yeah. Zubas, your 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 leopard skin Zubas, or your Hawaiian with your, shirt with your Crocs, and you go, okay, I'm ready to close this merger. It's not happening. It's just I, like around the house, great. Around town, great. But if you're going to people who don't know anything about you, and you're just showing up and hoping, well, it should be fine, and not caring, like I don't understand why people don't understand, which is quite a sentence to say. When you show up and people have a reaction to something that's not the way you want it to be, they don't understand their part in that, and they don't want to take responsibility. It becomes the other person's judging, the other person's making this, you know, unpleasant, and they should just let everything be, as in, like, things just work, and things don't just work. Yeah. Like the, the, uh, but the, everyone assumes that because they think everyone around you is going to make it just work. Can I come on my naked job and leech for the fucking yeah. wave two? Yep, because they're assuming that everyone else is just going to make the wave two happen, which boils down to how I do Dynamis every week, because apparently no one learns from, you know, week after week. Everyone is just there to, to pick up the win, and no one's put any thought into anything that's going on. So, what is wrong with the community, man? What the fuck is going on, Fox? I don't know. It's, it's almost like everyone has given up collectively. I feel like I'm watching the Prime for Adventure. Oh, no. <laughs> You know, I was really hoping the Prime for Adventure would have, like, ventured into, like, South Gusterberg or something and just seen, like, just, just teleporting armies of Galkas run by. I would have hoped... That would have been the best. I would have hoped that with the game at the age it's at and the state of the game and how things are and how people are and how, you know, just everyone buys everything. You know, some parts of the game have just eroded away. I mean, the game is still great, as it always is, because of what the game is. But a part of what have made that great, the community itself, has eroded away like so many grains of sand in the desert. I believe what was that one line when we were talking about lore with Rue is like, uh, all of but the world's water is like but a drop in the navel of uh, one of the creatures of lore or something. It was like some ridiculous statement. That's like yeah. what the community has ended up being because you have two only, I mean, how many NA reps do we have? Since Kamate is gone, no one really talks to NA, at least in an SE capacity that stands out anymore. And these are supposed to be the two community reps who are supposed to engage with the community, be part of the community. Like, like there should be something that is not just dicking around on Twitch for a little bit, uh, once every couple months, accomplishing nothing. Like going and doing like a Dunes party? Yeah, like going and doing Dunes party. Like, that's not... There, there needs to be reach out. Like, of course they don't get approval, but what are they there for then? If they can't go and foster some sort of community discussion... Um, like just anything whatsoever. They they don't bring a reason to go to the official forums. They don't 
bring a reason to really watch their Twitch unless you don't want to watch any of the many people that already stream this game. It's just they don't do anything for the community. So it just blows my mind. Like, this is what we have for, for NA community representatives as effectively, like, like mannequins. They, they, don't, they might as well not even exist. They don't do anything. They don't communicate. Yeah. They don't hype us up in any way besides just them having fun. Like, what are they for? They're just glorified Twitter screeners. I want to watch them fight V20 content. Yes, something relevant, something entertaining, something, like, the community wants to be participating in. Like, when this game was new in beta, they had, like, the GMs came out, and, and there was, like, some ridiculous event where people, like, like, that kind of stuff existed at one point. There's no real tie-in, and these guys are, like, dead weight who if they were just cut loose like at least maybe something could come in to fill the void but it will never happen as long as they think of a budget towards getting us those wardrobes yeah, yeah yeah like maybe the wardrobes could be uh you know something of substance if they just you know cut the budget from them and put something into it like yeah. what is the purpose of these people they're prime for adventure i always wonder if like se like limits what they're able to do oh they it's do not actually their fault though yeah but i'm saying if they don't get approval for anything i mentioned then why what is the purpose they're yeah. just a mannequin it's just a stream that's occurring that has FFXI on it. You would think because the stream's not really structured in terms of the, what they will say to the people who come into the room and chat with them, you would think that because of that element of randomness and, and you know, having to actually interact in a, you know, casual fashion is so baked into that uh, venue that they're using that if that's okay, you would think that they would be allowed to do things that matter. You know, let, let's be real. Um... Nobody is going to watch this FFXI stream except people who play FFXI. It'd be a really small percentage amount of people who who don't watch it, right? They So they would have had to play it at least at some point. So they might as well interact with the community at large and show us exactly what it's like to play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might as well. Because not like, oh, I used to love the doing and reminisce. It's just not... Yeah. Yeah, go out, pick up some pug people. They're going to say some stupid stuff <sighs> that you're probably going to have to censor. And do the content with them and know exactly what it's like to be people that you don't communicate with and who we have to figure out shit on our own for. And you know, that's, that's just the reality of it. Like give us, give us like a real experience here. Get on a Sarah, try and not filter the yells that you're not paying attention to all the bots that SE doesn't you know do what? anything over that would embarrass them and, and try to pick up someone to do a shoal sea pug. That'd be great. Yeah, no, no, even better. You know what? I would actually ask two of my people to sit out and I will fight V20 Zeviosa with them in my party. Uh, that's that's going a bit, you know. That's I, not, I would do it. It's obviously not going to happen. I would do it. Well, obviously it's not going to happen. But I would like them to to at least show people what it's like to do this content, and and you know, instead of people just guessing what it's like and going off with some dude on AH talking about how it works because their group was tuned a specific way. Because as much as all these testimonials are great, you don't know the exact breakdowns of every piece of gear that everyone is wearing or what that experience was really like. Like, what kind of aura did you get? Um, were you able to proc it only like two times and you didn't have to worry about like a bunch of BS or did it do like the full four or five fetter experience that some people get? Like there's all this stuff that gets left out. And for the community reps to be showing off what the game is currently doing right now would be so much better than showing what people are just reminiscing for as far as like the dunes are concerned. Like they need to show like real content that's being released right now because it's basically a live advertisement for it. So show us what we are actually getting. Yeah, how about your live and yeah. Deal channel when their streaming actually promotes them or gets something of substance, a banner on the them. screen to let people know besides your one announcement on a community site people already view instead of people on the outside seeing. Yeah, I'll build a party around them. I'll tell them exactly what gear they need to wear. Um, 
yeah, like it, I'll do as much as needed just to have them show people like what it's like to actually play the, the relevant content in this game instead of all these people who like stand on the outside looking in thinking it's something that they can't approach and, you know, just think that they have to copy paste all these ridiculous sets and stuff to make it work. Kamate has single-handedly done more for this community than these reps have done combined in their entire history as community reps. Like, I've played with Kamate, so has Murr, so has Lady of Honor. He was a part of the community, even though he kind of kept really low-key. I've cleared content with him. I have a video of him doing Order of Courage with me. If you don't know, it's him, but, I mean, he single-handedly on the forums, people ask questions, would pass on to the dev team and get answers about specific things. Like, when we got those old automaton attachment posts, from Kamate posting exactly what they do. That's because people went to him and he went to the devs and communicated and was actually as, you know, that little behemoth avatar of a official forums representative did his job in a way that benefited everyone and was actually a part of the community. Wasn't just kind of like there, you know, he, he was actually there in, you know, the community being more than someone just streaming because, hey, this thing, this seems like fun. Huh? I'm getting paid to stream. Huh? That's great. No, they they were useful. They were they were of substance. They were really a part of the community, not like, oh yeah, you know, the dunes were a great time. No, yeah, that's not relevant. Uh, new people coming back to the game aren't coming back to go play in the dunes. They're coming back to do this new content that has come out, and that's what people rejoin for. They go, oh, I see V twenty five came out for or R twenty five came out for V twenties. I wish they're in the same tier. It's it's confusing. But people come back and they go, oh, what's that like? That might look interesting. And those are simultaneously more engaging in terms of what's going on on the screen than dicking around in the dunes. Hashtag dicking in the dunes. Yeah. I know, but that's just, that's just my gripe. Mm -hmm. Most people just don't give a shit, obviously. But it's like, you look at this and go, why? Mm -hmm. Like the sets, why? Uh, yeah, yeah, like show people like what they actively have to participate in like later on. Like set realistic expectations for the content that's being released. Like, I don't know. be known of and, and have people care about your existence as a community rep because you actually, like, more people know about GM Dave or Kamate than, than I don't even really know who GM Dave was. Like, it could have just been a blog. But, um, not that I followed it close enough to know what the situation was with that, but at least, like, everyone was like, oh, man, like, people still joke about GM Dave. Nobody even knows the names of these fucking community reps. And unless you're just trying to self-promote an attention whore by finally getting SE to agree they can come on your podcast, then just they have no relevance in any discussion anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're worried more about like what publicity you can get and stuff rather yeah. than like this will be great for clients. Pretty much. I don't know anything about this game and I have to have someone else carry everything, but man, these two clout, you know, getters would be really great if I could just get them in an episode. And you know, I'm sure they're great people, but I have like no I'm sure they in are. ever having them on this show, like if that were even a possibility, because like what's gonna be added? Nothing. Like, yeah. It, what, Table like, lands 10 happen? times more. And he's, yeah, he's got three legs. Yeah, I, I don't need to know about, like, standing around outside of Sandoria. I don't know that you used to like playing the game at 75. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we all did, too. That's why we're here. I'm sure it was great in your interview. I'm sure yeah. they're really happy they have their job. And I'm sure they really do care about the game. But uh, they're not demonstrating that by properly providing well se is not demonstrating that well yes this uh, of course we're making huge yes. assumptions about how much yes. control they have but you know? i really don't think that they've really gone to the the extent of like hey we want to do this or that like they, they say as far as i remember they said they really had to try and sell them on getting them to be able to even do the twitch 
Like they didn't want him to do it, yeah. obviously, because as I said, it's it's there's a lot of variables in how things are going to go in a casual environment like Twitch. Yeah, the PR can go wrong immediately. Yes, but but a lot less will go wrong in the game that you're trying to keep alive if you keep them off. I mean, Twitch is fine, but if you keep them off Twitch in terms of what you can let them do or engage with, you know, obviously there's a certain decorum they would engage in socially. Have them go on auctionus.com. You know. That's that's what I don't get about PR, though, is that it's all stuff that we know already exists in the game. So if they show it through their stream, like, how is that any more exciting? They read auctionhouse.com. They yeah. read the localization thread, but they don't participate. And I really don't think they're going to push to be a part of the community, even if it's unofficially like Kamate was. I don't think they're really going that distance for everyone. And I have no reason otherwise to be less skeptical. Yeah. I mean, it's not just here to bash on the reps, but come on. Well, I'm not bashing on the reps at all. I am. I, I the reps, uh, the reps, I don't believe can control any part of what they're doing outside of making it as vanilla as possible. Because I'm more than certain that SE tells them exactly what they have to do. Oh, I have no doubt. Like everything is PR based now. Yeah, I have no so doubt. So it's not the reps' fault. Like the reps mm, are just doing their job. This is to me like when someone says, "Oh, someone in my group doesn't want you to come play with us, Fox." And, yeah. uh, you know, so what are they supposed to do? Just quit? No, it's just kind of like washing their hands like, well, I can't do anything. And they're just accepting. it. Like, yeah, because they're doing a job. They have no control over this. You know, why is this the job then? Why is it the job they picked? They specifically chose a job to be tied to this intentionally for that purpose. So if you've gone through that extent of liking something so much that you've attached your livelihood to it, why are you not? really going to bat because they could have done anything they chose this i don't know there's a lot of speculation you can make here so i am speculating some of it yeah some of it could be that they just want to promote the game in any way that they can and if they can get paid to do it then that's kind of like a dream job sort of they're not promoting it though they are they they are promoting it they aren't promoting exactly what goes on in the game but they are trying to make the game public from an official standpoint so whatever they can do to do that is still accomplishing that specific goal. It's not showing us exactly like what content truly is or what it's like to interact with the community or anything like that. But that's not what's allowed based on their leash. It's it's like any sort of situation where you see uh, like just the fact that they have to censor chat at all tells me that that it's all based off of, you know, getting making sure that they get views, potentially getting some Twitch revenue. Uh, making sure that they don't violate anything that SE has told them that they can or cannot do on there or, or what they can or cannot show. And it's just, it's it's basically censoring an experience that everyone watching plays the unfiltered version of, which I think is absurd. But at the end of the day, the person still is doing the job because they really like the game and they really want to be able to promote the game and they do whatever they can to do so. They're just limited by the factors around them from having them do so. I think so. That's the sort of thing that I can appreciate in regards to this sort of situation. You're not wrong. I still stand by that they chose to do this out of everything. And if they just wanted to choose to be ineffective, then why would they? It takes a lot of work to go interview for SE at their headquarters and become part of the team. I mean, that takes a lot of work and credentials. So I'm the kind of person I have a stack of W2s here, Fox. I'm if I'm not happy and I'm not getting what I want, I'm not going to. Say, well, it's like I, I go to that hill, I'll die on it because what am I trying to accomplish? Am I trying to water down to effectively nothing and not really getting what I want? Or am I going to go to bat and fall on the sword because 
it's worth it. I got to this point for something. And if I'm not getting the result that I really wanted, it's not worth it to not push a little bit because you don't get anything unless you push. Yeah. It could also be just a job too. Yes. <laughs> At which point, you know, they're just, they're just doing a job. Rather particular for them to be, be that job. That, that's, that's, that's why I'm not, uh, that's why I don't particularly focus on the actual people sitting in that chair. It's just, the job itself is maybe something that you could scrutinize that way. Yeah. The actual people sitting there have like so many different reasons why they would be doing what they're doing that, you know, I, I, I can't really I can't really judge their purpose for it. it. If they go there and they give it their all within the within the, the scope of them being able to do it, then I'm glad that they're at least contributing in the best way that they possibly can. But the job position itself and the company, you know, censoring what's going on is probably the bigger. So that's that's just yeah. really all. And is, I'm I'm operating off of a complete lack of information. So if yeah, there's things I don't know, I would gladly get that information and say, hey, I was I was mistaken in what I was going out there and saying. But there's nothing to state one way or the other, and it comes down to looking like it's just lying. Yeah, yeah. What's the perception? Which yeah. is exactly what's wrong with their PR in this case. They are in charge so, of PR in this case, so the perception yeah. really needs to be like. If they didn't, well, go, I, th- I think the uh, I think the illusion is that they're in charge of the PR, but really they're in not. terms of the end. Well, they are a PR representative in this case. So in terms of yeah. if you can go on someone's podcast and people finally just found out you existed, uh, why did people not have a better knowing that you exist in the first place? Why yeah, they didn't roll out and yeah. like, get on those? Why was there like engagement? You, yeah. It can't just be like one little post one day on the official forums and that's it. People, you need to like. Needs it's to, true. I still know. don't know their names. Gamer, I, I can remember their names. Yeah, I don't know their fucking names. I know Kamate. Yeah. Even the other NMs there with a the little flan avatar and everything. I would sooner remember their names than their name. You know, they they say they read the age forums, but I wonder if they're like not allowed to post there and they can I don't, only post the official ones. It was so hard to listen to that whole interview that I only remember a little bits and pieces. I only made it through like a little bit of it. Oh, I don't remember it. But. I mean, there was something yeah. to that extent that they watched, but they don't use it. I don't know. SC is very particular. They're probably very held back in that matter. But still, I don't know who they are, and no one else does either. So they're obviously, whether hamstrung by SC or not, not doing their job. Yeah, I guess. If, as long as, as long as like the job itself is stopping them from doing their job. I mean, think about in it. Which case, in which case, isn't it really the ideal job? You know, a job that, <laughs> where you don't have to do anything, but you're just getting paid for it. Tom anyway, Sawyer right? in the fence. Yeah. So think about it though. They were able to convince a skeptical SC to want to do a Twitch stream with specific guardrails. If they're able to do that, I don't think it's a far cry that they'd be able to deliver other things of value in a presentation. A little PowerPoint, get your little fancy outfit on, bow a little bit, say it's a very great honor to be doing this, and then deliver something. Because if you were able to get Twitch approved, I have to think that you could get something else that would make more of an impact and make you more like the JP side of the community has always had better communication with the people, the dev team and the people that matter. And this could be that kind of lifeline that could be built. So if you can get Twitch approved, there has to be a way where you could have a better relationship and line to the community. The people that keep you employed in the sector who really honestly need more than an odyssey really to keep the experience going because it's about more than just content and gear. You think you'd want to, if you can get Twitch approved, make an impact by doing something else 
that actually promotes the game and community, you know, interaction and questions being asked. Because a lot of questions people want to ask that isn't just when's Chemist coming out. There's a lot of things like TH <laughs> being delivered as a constant thing being asked after a million years. Huge. But like people have questions like that in the game or things that they could find out that would dramatically improve the experience and make people happier. And I just don't see them delivering on any capacity or trying to is my problem. Yeah. I mean, I don't see them or anyone on that side of the fence doing that. Like, nobody involved. Yeah. So I'm harsh, but I don't see a reason not to be in this case. Uh, I mean, they may be, they might be individuals, but they do still work for SE. That's true. Yeah, and there's only so much benefit of the doubt that can go into the whole thing. Yeah. But uh, that was a lot of, a lot of topic. We had a lot of different like micro topics tonight. Yes, we did. I've said a lot of words. <laughs> too many words. So I feel like this is one of our longer podcasts too. Yeah. Feels feels like I've been walking I, I, through the I desert. I don't think the pre show helped. On a horse with no name. Okay, so let's end it. And yeah. yeah I had a great time with you, Fox, as always. I yeah, man. I appreciate your patience. Oh yeah. Your patronage is very important. Thank you for your contributions towards my Beetle Bailey ship shop. Yeah, man. Play us out, Fox. Yeah, all right. Oh, wait. Later, guys. Ho- ho- oh, hold oh, on. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. We're forgetting something. What are we forgetting? If you want to send us an email with your yeah. questions, concerns, comments, feedback, or otherwise statements to be read, hopefully they can be read, then send us an email on over to WTF in Vonadeal at gmail.com. Otherwise, you could join that r slash Final Fantasy 1-1, the only place that's trying to be a real cohesive community that's shepherded by people that care anymore in the entire hemisphere of this game. Join that emerging counter-movement over there on Reddit. Not ideal, but hey, it's something. Otherwise, anything else, Fox? Nope, I don't have anything else. Alright, later, guys.